0: Listen to our list, it's our top five picks, it's objectively subjective, so listen along, our lists are never wrong, it's not subjectively objective, it's objectively subjective, objectively subjective.
1: That's right, welcome to Objectively Subjective, a podcast where we objectively give you our subjective top five list on many different topics, some current, some relevant, and some about comic books? Books? Comic books? Some about my man. (laughs) Some about my my man. man. All right, and I'm one of your hosts, Paul Jansen, and I'm joined by... I am the other host, Blake Allen... And this week we have a special guest with us, uh, Dustin Elkins. Say hi, Dustin.
2: Hi. I'm Dustin Elkins.
1: <laughs> Dustin's coming to us via Discord all the way from Florida, so uh that'd be why his why he sounds a little different from us. So You know, I was gonna complain wow. oh, how hot he wow. is, but he's in Florida, so yeah. Oh yeah, dude, he's yeah, like, I got it. Satan's asshole. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
2: I got um, in my car the other day and it said 103 and I'm like, this is unreal.
1: Uh, oh no, it's very real in Florida. <laughs> you you <laughs> ought to know better. But uh, yep. So yeah, we have a special guest this week and uh, this week we ha- are doing a bigger topic. That's why we, are, we brought a guest on. We're going to start bringing more guests on when we start doing some of these bigger, more inclusive topics. Uh, this week's topic is going to be top five DC heroes. Since we've already covered villains, we figured we'd cover heroes, and don't worry, Marvel fans, we will be doing Marvel. And at some point I, I figure we'd probably do indie comics as well, which but we'll have to figure out just like one lump like hmm. top indie comic characters. Because that'll be more fun because you could literally throw in anything.
3: Yeah, like, I might I, I might actually have a little more um of a not hard time with indie. Yeah, I had a hard time with this. I,
1: I didn't. I knew exactly who was on my list. know, I think
3: I got my number one, and I'm like,
1: "Oh, I'm effed." <laughs> <laughs> and you said you didn't struggle, right, Dustin? You said you you had more. You had to narrow them down, right?
2: I I had to. Like, I actually took people off this morning to add people to like my two honorables. Like, were added this morning. Right on. But then I took the two people who were on there off because um, I just I love DC.
1: Yeah, I, I love DC. I, you know, I love DC when I was younger, but I, for the majority of my life, I think when it comes to the big two, Marvel has been always my go-to, especially since you know the MCU kind of took over and changed everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course, but that you know, unlike when we talked about with Marvel, though, I think most of my DC stuff comes from comic books rather than. Movie or TV, just because most of the movie adaptations of characters aren't very good when it comes to DC.
3: <laughs> so, unfortunately, most of my DC knowledge is uh, from the cartoons. So, yeah,
1: you know, that to, to me, yeah, that... go ahead, doesn't,
0: yeah,
2: they're uh, DC's animated movies is where it's at.
1: Oh, yeah, because basically comic books come to life. So, yeah, right on. So, uh, I don't think this topic needs too much explanation. So I do want to uh, clarify. So we had this in discussion. Uh, antiheroes are included in our list. Uh, just because we felt like we didn't include them in villains and there's not enough antiheroes to justify, I think their own list realistically. So we want to, if we had some, we want to include them in this list and it'll be the same, uh, uh the same for Marvel when we get that far. So, um, yeah, so if you hear one, you go, oh, that's not a true hero. Well, you know, it, he's an anti hero, does some good things. Oh, monster. Oh, no. Okay, and then, uh, so anti heroes will be included. Uh, but I think without further ado, I think we can go ahead and jump in because this is, uh, we don't want this show to go three hours long because we have three. This is the first time we've had three people on, so this will be, uh, this will be a test the waters type of show, so we'll mm-hmm. see how this goes. And, Dustin, since you are the special guest, we're going to you... Let don't you, go at all. You don't get to go at all. You get to... Uh, uh, I, I, I'm here for the ride. Yeah, You're just here to listen. Learn how it's done, <laughs> Dustin. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're an intern. Get good.
3: Yeah, you're an intern. <laughs> go get us a coffee. I said internee. Is that Can even mean- the right word? Yeah.
1: yeah. You're, you're our internee. <laughs> the tar- <laughs> We're not good enough to have interns. We have, inter- yeah. Uh, Dustin Elkins, interning at law. <laughs> Did you get that thing I sent you? <laughs> uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right, so all right, without further ado, let's get to the uh, meat and potatoes. Uh, Dustin, what is your number five? My number five
2: is Zatanna.
1: Zatanna? I, Go ahead.
2: I love Zatanna like she is I'm not gonna lie man four out of the five of mine are the Mystic Arts just because that's what I love about DC uh,
1: I, um, I, as I've mentioned several times before uh, I love the Mystic Arts in DC as well so I had to, uh, when I made my preliminary list more than half of them were from the Mystic Arts too but I had to uh, dwindle some of them down so
2: yeah, Blake, yeah. Blake, uh, you- but her first oh go ahead sorry no
1: you're good Uh, as, as Blake do you know who Zatanna is? Uh, no, and now I do know that that
3: said person is getting a movie. Yes. So I will know. You
1: know, it's a female. Yes. All right. So Dustin, tell tell them a little bit about Zatanna.
2: Um, Zatanna. Her first appearance was in Hawkman number four. So what it is, she's a she's a magician who learned from her dad uh, the stage arts, and then once the stage arts was learned, her dad decided to start teaching her the mystic arts. All of Zatanna's spells are enchanted backwards. So whatever, like whatever her spell is that she wants you to do, she will say, all she has to do is say the word backwards and it happens. Um,
1: uh, I think another thing too, I think it was a retcon for her later on, but uh, she is now officially half homo magi, which is, yeah, which I don't think was originally, but later on, I think they retconned her to uh, her mom is, is uh, of a species called homo magi, which uh, was a uh, Damien, the witch boy, or whatever. Uh, they, they were basically fairies. They are fae people. Uh, they're they're automatically imbued with magic when they're born, which would explain why her magic is so much more powerful than her father's. Now she's is she yeah. heavily
3: evolved with um, Justice, Justice League. League Dark? Absolutely. Yeah, she's one of the See, uh, founding I mean, members of Justice League Dark. I, I know, like the smallest percentage of you've seen the movie though. Yes, the animated movie. She's in it. Okay,
2: yeah. Yeah, she's also appeared in Young <laughs> Justice. She's part of the Justice League. Um, she was in the Injustice, the first Injustice game at some DLC. Uh, she's just super rad, man. Uh, her dad went missing, and that's when Zatanna fully joined into the league, because that's who she went to hunt down. But I learned a couple days ago that her and Bruce Wayne actually knew each other before, uh, Batman. So Zatanna and Bruce Wayne were friends before Batman was an actual thing which yeah. is super cool.
1: That's probably another retcon DC, uh, you know, comic books, when you're around for a hundred years, mm-hmm. you're going to have to make things fresh at some point. So they, DC is really bad about it, though. They seem to reset their universe every five years or so, but, uh, which is, I think why it's hard for me to get into DC is like, they've done so many resets over the last 30 years that it's like, yeah, but that's, you ain't wrong. So, but yeah, Zatanna is a, uh, great character. Um, I love her character design. I think she is the best female character in all of DC, in my opinion. Uh, she's my favorite. Uh, and I, I'm glad to hear, oh God, muster that she's getting a TV show because it's a character that's very easily brought to live action. And I don't know why they haven't capitalized on her because especially magic super popular on TV, when it comes to TV and movies. People love it. And it sells really easy. And, um you know she deserve. i don't think she has a solo title right now uh as far as comics go i think our last solo title ended a few years ago but uh she needs more just because she is super powerful and she does a lot of the things that you know the main jla members can't do and uh i think she's currently the only magic user in the jla uh if i'm if i remember correctly uh, i haven't read recent recent but uh they but they always try to keep one in their pocket just cause the rest of them are useless against magic. So
2: yeah, especially Superman,
1: especially Superman. So, uh, uh, do you got anything else to add about Zatanna or Zatanna? How, I don't right on. So that's a good, I don't. that's a good pick. Uh, all right, Blake, we're going to move on to your number five. All right. My number
3: five is, um, from teen Titans go yeah. and it won't be the only one. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with a Raven. Oh, Raven, good pick, good pick. Yeah. Uh, another magic. Now, if you guys want to talk about the history, I'll just tell you if you're right. No, I'm just kidding. I'll tell you a little bit. Uh, <laughs> She's from, uh, her first appearance was DC Comic Presents, uh, number 26, and that was in 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's all I got on her history for that, because I totally didn't read any of that. Uh, I only know her from Injustice and Teen Titans Guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, and I- Them Legs look at those legs <laughs> uh lady legacies that's lady legacies not raven oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he likes uh no no she's no, the, the same, song she's yeah, the same yeah, person yeah, yeah, but it's... she's lady legacies yeah, yeah, yeah. that I never said uh you yeah, know well, I you know I don't raven's uh, spoilers raven's not on my list but I do like raven uh she uh I do know her, Trigon is her father mm-hmm. uh he's one of the one of the main demons of the underworld uh he uh she's i think half demon because i think her mother was a human uh she's one of the founding members of teen titans which was one of the the most popular comic in the 80s was teen titans people don't probably don't realize that because it's just like people you know assimilated with the uh yep the cartoon <laughs> television show <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh but it rivaled x-men basically it was their x-men and mm. uh what, what doom patrol was their X Men, but that's a whole other argument for a different day. Uh, X Men ripped off Doom Patrol. Um, but uh, what didn't Marvel rip off? Um, Spider Man, Spider Man, okay, we'll the go Hulk, with the Hulk, yeah. okay, there's some
3: Iron Man, there's some stuff. Well, I don't know who came first Hulk or Solomon. Solomon Grundy, yeah. I think
1: it was. I think Solomon Grundy is like a folktale. Solomon Grundy's been a thing since like the 1800s. But as far as comic books go, so technically DC, that wasn't the original idea for DC. Either. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: So yeah, Solomon Grundy is more of like a Frankenstein character yeah, too. Yeah. Well, wasn't that like that's, that's, wasn't that's that the original less...
3: idea of Hulk as well? What's that? Wasn't uh, Hulk kind of like a Frankenstein uh, character?
1: Dr. Yeah, Doctor Doctor Jekyll Mister Jekyll, Hyde. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's the thing is like you know it's so hard to have an original idea anymore. Mm-hmm. So like when, I think that's why when stuff that is so unique comes out nowadays, it hits so hard because you're like we literally it's like which is so rare. You're like this hasn't we've never seen anything like this before, which is you know, it's hard to say about anything really anymore. So, but uh, so why do you like Raven?
3: Um, because those legs. Because I needed five on my <laughs> <Those> list. Legs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. I I like her. Uh, I like her I like her Teen
3: Titans Go representation. I like her Teen Titans Go. I like her on Teen Titans too. So
1: which she's no, voiced voice by Tara Strong, I believe. And that's is that is that Tommy or oh, not Tommy? Is that Tommy? No, it's Dill. Dill. Tommy is I can't remember her name. I, I feel uh, E uh, E E Cummings. No, E, e. Cummings is uh, e. a <laughs> E Cummings wrote Charlotte's Web. I can't remember who it is. Uh, I don't remember Cummings. Uh, if you know what I mean. Uh, I don't. Okay. I elaborate. Uh, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... But... Uh... Tara Strong does her voice. And she also did, uh... Bubbles. And she's, uh... I think, uh... Pinkie Pie and Twilight Sparkle. She does a lot of... She's a huge car. And she's the... She replaced Harling... Uh... Not Harling. Was Uh... I can't... What's her name? She replaced the lady that used to do... Uh... Uh... Harley <laughs> Quinn and most of the stuff Tara Strong has done a lot of Harley Quinn too ah so what she's uh, she's not Harley Quinn in the Harley Quinn show but uh that's uh the Kaylee Quoco. but uh yeah which I gave that show I don't know if I told you I gave that show a try I'll pass uh I you know I,
2: I got like three episodes in Harley loves it
1: see that's all I watch three episodes
2: yeah yeah
1: I tried that's zero. all I gotta say about that I couldn't do it huh <laughs> I tried
3: zero episodes <laughs>
1: yeah i definitely don't think you'd like it i i think i have a pretty good finger on your taste or in your taste <laughs> in my butt <laughs> in your butt <laughs> same thing <laughs> uh but to each their own if you like it man it's it's not the worst i've ever seen it's if just, you like it you're wrong right uh it's just not for me uh i i it wasn't my speed wasn't my taste so right on so uh now that me and Dustin have talked about your number five, do you have anything else to say about your number five? <laughs> no, nah, just,
3: you know, you know, disclaimer. Uh, I don't have a lot of info on my top five. I'm really sorry, guys. He'll he'll do it's better on head- Marvel. It's been a headache week, so he'll, he'll, he'll I will be, do better on Marvel. He'll do better on Marvel. So uh, so I, what I'll do is I'll say my number five, or, you know, my list. Y'all talk about it, and I'll go, mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: That sounds right. Yep. That's why I like it. <laughs> okay all right so now we're gonna move on i guess to my number five so uh my number five i, I was gonna uh, just you know just remember, i was 100 percent gonna put a green lantern on my list but uh so i had you know i was like let me go through all the green lanterns i was like well who's the greatest green lantern the greatest green lantern is kyle rayner my number five is kyle rayner green lantern his first appearance as kyle rayner was green lantern number 48 in january 1994 he actually became the green lantern two issues later uh he was created by ron mars and daryl banks uh, his power set is all the normal powers of someone who possesses a green lantern ring they can make constructs uh, flight uh you know some, uh shields basically you know defense uh and what makes kyle rayner so unique is the fact that um You know, it's based on willpower, but uh, Kyle Rayner's is an artist, so he has no limits to his imagination when it comes to creating constructs. Unlike someone like Hal Jordan, who's just a military aggressive guy, so all he does is create weapons and jets. That's all the thing he makes, and uh, whereas Kyle Rayner like makes limitless stuff because he's an artist. Like he just he thinks of everything. His imagination's so huge, and uh, uh, Kyle Rayner also uh, uh, eventually he becomes a white uh the white lantern which is like the you know combination of all the lanterns together and he becomes super powerful and he gets possessed by this uh the white lanterns i guess uh Avatar, but I can't remember the name of White Lantern's Avatar. Every Lantern has an avatar, or, you know, like the Yellow Lantern's just parallax and so on and so forth. But, um, his story is really interesting. He's a, uh, he's a tragic character. You know, he's lost loves several times. He's a hopeless romantic type of character, but out of all of Earth's green lanterns that they've ever had, he's the most pure. Whereas, you know, like how Jordan is a piece of shit. How <laughs> Jordan is a, is a turd of a person. If you read the comics and, uh, uh, John Stewart is a really good character, but you know, uh, you know, the comic book version I is I've only know a little bit about. Most of my knowledge, of John Stewart is the Justice League anima- uh, animated series, uh, which they retconned his character for that series because he wasn't a marine in the comics; he was an architect, and they put made a marine in the show, and now he is retconned in the comics as a marine. And then there's Guy Gardner, where if you want to see a guy who has had bad bad luck. Or look up Guy Gardner's history. That dude has died like four times and been brought back. Everyone he loves gets killed. He loses everything, and everyone wonders why that dude's an asshole. I was like, dude keeps <laughs> like he keeps getting the shit in of every stick. That's why the dude's such a jerk. But uh, so yeah, uh, and uh, I fell in love with Kyle Rayner when I started getting back into um Jeff Johns run of the Green Lantern Corps back in like the mid two thousands, like two thousand six, somewhere around there, and. I didn't know much about Con Rainer at the time. The only people I knew was John Stewart and Hal Jordan and Guy Gardner. He's the only one I didn't know. But I started getting into his story and uh, reading some back issues and reading a lot of his backstory. And I just really liked the character a lot. Uh, I feel he's more relatable. He's more human. Um, and he's not a chauvinist, sexist, awful person like Hal Jordan is. <laughs> so, Because you know, when you're a kid, you're like, the Green Lantern is Hal Jordan. He's so cool. He's the main Green Lantern. And then you find out, when you read the comics what kind of person he is and you're like ugh. so it's the same way i feel about batman uh <laughs> bruce Wayne. so but we've talked about that several times before but has anybody got anything to say about kai rayner
2: uh, uh when he became a white lantern was that before or after he died
1: i believe it was after Okay, I, my, sweet.
2: Because that's that's my favorite. Is when Guy Gardner watches him die. That's why Guy Gardner turns into a Red Lantern. Yep, yep, yep. Which is rad because that's where he needs to be.
1: <laughs> yes, he's best as a Red Lantern. It fits his personality best, and he knows how to control it because he's been controlling his rage for so long. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. I agree that uh, I don't. I think he's back to being a Green Lantern now. But uh, now the John Stewart.
3: Did he do the Daily Show before or after the Green Lantern?
1: So, my number five is Kyle okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But Like I said, yeah, he is... Uh, I don't think I have anything else to add other than the fact that he is just... I, I believe he's the best Lantern. I think it's most people believe he's the best Green Lantern. May not be their favorite, but he's the best Green Lantern. I've never heard of him. He- <laughs> You know
2: it's honestly He's definitely the one I grew up with more. Right. Even though Hal Jordan was around, uh Kyle Rayner. I just remember because his mask was so cool, like it wasn't a little piece of cloth, it was a piece of metal that was sleek to his face. Oh yeah. Um I rem- I remember at one point they made him a UPS driver too to kind of like for his daily life and then he became the lantern which that's what i remember the most out of of all of all green lanterns is kyle rayner
1: because being an artist doesn't pay the bills, so he's got to get a job it it doesn't Uh,
2: (laughs) what can brown do for you
1: (laughs) i don't know what brown did for me earlier yeah i know what
3: it's gonna do for me we uh we tried andy's last night you said you what we tried andy's custard last night did you like it hell yeah dude
1: it's so good right
3: yeah you can taste the eggs oh yeah (laughs) i love frozen it's so custard. smooth and that's it's, it's gonna cool. come out smooth oh dude i love frozen <laughs> custard dude
1: frozen custard over ice cream all day every day um <laughs> i don't know how i got to that i'm sorry uh smooth brown smooth brown that's smooth what. brown Shh, i might have to get some ice cream today. Uh, all right so we're gonna move on to our number fours oh god this monster's getting me uh uh dustin what is your number four
2: all right, so this number 4 came about yesterday when you said anti-heroes. Okay. Uh, my number 4 is Lobo.
1: <laughs> all right, go ahead. Uh, oh I, yeah. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, I'm not going to talk about this. So, y- y'all are on your own. Why? <laughs> Cuz I'm going to talk about it more later. So, let you just, do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, Dustin,
0: go ahead.
2: Lobo right. is so awesome like just from his design to they actually in the new 52s they retconned him to not the Lobo we know Big Burly Motorcycle Space Riding guy. We're not talking about that,
0: Lobo,
3: you can skip him. You talking about in the Good. live action Lobo? The Pop-a-door Lobo. Popador Lobo?
2: <laughs> yeah, to they actually in DC the rebirth they we got our Lobo back. Yes. Which is what needs to happen. But his first appearance was in the Omega Man number 3 in 1983. Uh, he uh, killed his entire planet with a swarm of flying scorpions because he was bored.
3: Hmm, Cuz he's metal. Yeah, that not sound yeah. that sounds metal af. Yeah. <laughs>
2: he uh, he's a bounty hunter that rides a space motorcycle and his first bounty his first big bounty was to kill the Justice League and he was hired by the I don't I don't remember who hired him, but his bribe payment was 10 years worth of space dolphin snacks. Because the man has Space Dolphins. Because.
1: <laughs> uh, Does he break yeah. the fourth wall? No, he's not like Deadpool. Oh, okay. No. Uh,
2: but his contract during that got canceled, so he actually stopped fighting the Justice League. So throughout his Redcon and rewrites and Pompadour Lobo and New Lobo, New Lobo is actually a part of the Justice League whenever he wants to be.
1: Whatever he wants, like Batman. exactly
2: exactly like Batman uh but what's the coolest part is he's actually Stan Lee's favorite DC uh character and when they asked Stan Lee to they asked him which character did you wish you and you created and his answer was Lobo
1: that's kind of surprising a little bit honestly because he never really created any character like that yeah yeah I'm trying to think what's the closest character to that personality that Stan Lee came up with so he created all of X-Men spider-man iron man hulk thor daredevil
2: wolverine wolverine no he didn't he
1: didn't create uh, wolverine uh marv wolfman and somebody else did oh he he didn't create captain america either did he no that's jack kirby and somebody else i I don't know anybody and i don't think there is a marvel character like lobo i mean tony's personality later on is similar to lobo's personality ghost rider he didn't create ghost rider either though uh no, there really isn't anybody maybe that's why he's like he's just like i didn't ever create got to create a he character just, uh, like that and you know yeah. he didn't branch out that way maybe he would have liked to because he's like that's a really interesting idea i never thought anything like that that makes sense that makes more sense paul
2: i'm gonna send you i'm gonna send you a picture real quick because they actually did a run of lobo as a story called lobo cop
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: where it's it's lobo as robo cop
1: lobo. which i got a, is it a comic run yeah, oh, I gotta find it now. I have most of his uh, most of his runs. <laughs> I, you know, I have most of my own runs. <laughs> I had some runs earlier. Uh, I made uh, all that grilled steak and shrimp and stuff last night. Whoo, it was good. <sighs> River runs through it. Have
3: you ever like? Have you ever just farted in the middle of the night and? The fart didn't wake you up, but like your, you just woke up because your ball was hot. Yeah, you're yeah. Like what the fuck? Like you
1: farted and thought you shitted.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and you did both. And <laughs> you so did both.
1: Anyway, yeah, Lobo. Uh, okay. That's Lobo. <laughs> um, my phone is currently on airplane mode, so I'll check that picture out here shortly. Oh, my phone's okay, on airplane mode, G. like always. Yeah, you, uh, Blake can see it. Blake's isn't on it. Blake will show it to me. If you send anything, Blake can show it to me. Yeah, I got it. Show it to me. Anything? Anything. Anything that's pretty uh, sick, oh, okay. Yeah, I gotta get that, I gotta find that. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> sick. I'll be on Amazon later.
2: Uh, dude, it's Lobo's just so rad. Like, the whole premise of his character is just he doesn't care, and, and he has limit, he's no in limits. for himself,
1: and he has a no limit. So, you can like, literally yeah. do anything you want with him, and that's why he's such, mm-hmm. such an interesting character. Like I said, we'll talk more about Lobo later. So, uh, okay. uh Lobo later, Lobo later, <laughs> Lobo later, dude. Uh, <laughs> dude. All right. So once again, what was your number four, Dustin?
2: My number four is Lobo.
3: Lobo. Does he? Ha- is that his name? Yep. Name or okay. that's it? That's not. It's not like an it's acronym, like or it's not short for like. No, it's just like Thanos. He's like Share. No. Okay, he's Share. Yeah yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Prince Madonna. Yeah, uh, Lil Wayne. You Lil-
1: know, that's two. That's two words it's like bow wow because he used to be little bow wow and now he's just bow-wow. now he's big bow wow now he's just not, not just normal bow wow <laughs> oh, okay. just plain old bow wow <laughs> all right <laughs> all right so like what's your number four
3: my number four is also from teen titans go i just did a teen titans go list your top five teen titans go T- yeah top five teen titans go uh and it's beast boy
1: that's a good character
3: that's a good character to like so yeah. now,
1: now me and Dustin will, you can shut up me and Dustin no no no, 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 no. About- I got okay. a little bit I got a little bit <laughs> okay, uh, yeah,
3: did he okay hold on did he first go by Changeling and then Beast Boy yes okay so Changeling was uh, hold, hold on I gotta uh, uh, I gotta I know this information without looking hold on Um. Uh, uh. Arnold Drake and Bob Brown that's Changeling right sure yeah that sounds right and Mark Wolfman is the one who created uh, Beast Boy, because that came later. Beast Boy uh, came later, right? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's the history. <laughs>
1: that's the history. Uh, <laughs> his real
3: name is Garth? Gar, uh, Garf, Garfield Logan. Garfield Logan. Okay. I did not
1: know that. Did they ever say their names in Teen Titans Go? No, in Teen Titans Go. They do in Teen <laughs> Titans. Teen <laughs> Titans, yeah. But they don't say in Teen Titans Go. Oh,
3: it, la- last time I seen Teen Titans was a while
1: ago. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they call him Garth in Young Justice as well. Yep. Uh, Garth.
1: Yeah uh yeah. and then they uh and also the all the little uh teen titans movies like justice league versus teen titans mm-hmm. uh stuff like that uh, is, it, is it only just been him or is, has yeah, yeah, been over beast, beast boy. boys he is beast boy and, and they have a bunch there's a bunch of different uh origin stories for how he got his origin like in the movie or is it is it young justice where he, like he gets uh miss martian's blood or something like that and that's what yeah t- like his
2: mom his mom is like a famous, uh, like, she's like a Steve Irwin of their universe. Yeah. yeah. Famous uh, TV show zoologist. And uh, he actually gets, I think, wrecked by a lion. And Miss Martian puts her blood in him, and that's how he becomes Beast Boy in the show.
1: Yeah. Because which is it, a cool idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. Because she can shape shift and the, the tie to uh, animals, which is what his mom has. So they just kind of, which I don't know how the animal thing really comes up because it's not like his mom has animal blood, but mm. it's just kind of like.
2: No, I think his mom. I think his mom passed away in the show. That's yeah, why he. When did that with her and that's his homage to her
1: well, it, well that's my thing is though is like he doesn't change into anything else like ever it's only just animals so that's uh that's what yeah. i'm saying it's like can he change into something else if he wanted to like i, I that's what i'm curious about when it comes to the young justice adaptation of him because i don't know what is, his origin in the comics i think is different but uh what's,
3: yeah. what's the difference between him and animal man uh
1: animal man just controls animals correct i got it like i don't know i don't know much about animal man yeah animal man controls animals like he like speaks to animals and i think he can like i think that's what like aquaman but of land creatures (laughs) (laughs) why did he just say land man (laughs) land land man (laughs) um so it like we said before what is what is beast boy's power uh set Changing to animals, he could change in animals, any uh, any animal, and they're always green.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, is it can you do can you
3: do like prehistoric animals? Yeah, he does, he's done dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Before, yeah, okay. yeah. all right. Because what's the uh, what's the is it Marvel or DC that has the red dinosaur? It's, it's Marvel. Marvel, yeah, it's, it's Marvel. Uh,
1: Moon, Marvel Girl. Uh, Moon Girl and uh, Devil Dinosaur. Yep, that's it that's yep. one thing, I have. so which that's getting an animated series, so that should be pretty sweet. But uh, <laughs> but that's that's a different company, mm-hmm. different universe so uh it's gonna get mentioned it's gonna get mentioned uh man we gotta figure out some way to do i i I, did you ever read amalgam comics or amalgam comics sorry Mm -mm. that's when. okay so in the 90s dc and marvel did the marvel versus dc is like four issues and in the series uh this ultimate power like explodes both universes and the aftermath is those universes combine, mm-hmm. and so both DC mm-hmm. and Marvel released uh, a series of, of number one issues. Only like three or four of them got two number twos, but of these characters, where the worlds like one of them was Dark Claw, which is Wolverine and Batman yeah. together. You had uh, uh, Hi- hyena, yeah hyena, the
2: Joker and Sabretooth. Tooth, yep, yeah together,
1: and then you had like uh, was it X Patrol, which was Doom Patrol and X Men together? Uh, it was one of the series uh.
2: Doctor F-
1: Doctor Fate, Strange. Doctor Strange, Fate. Ooh, yeah, Doctor Strange, Fate. Yeah, of, yeah. yeah, Which is Doctor Strange and Doctor Fate, and the twist at the end of the issue is it's Charles Xavier underneath the helmet. Mm. So yeah. So it's all three of those characters together, and then there's, uh, I mean there's a ton of them. There's uh the J L X, which is you know I got X Men J L A together where it's Aquaman and somebody combined Namor I think, and a bunch of other a bunch of other characters combined in those, and then uh, you have uh bullets and bracelets which is um uh, i can't remember who the marvel mix is with it but it's mixed with uh wonder woman and the other one is punisher mixed with uh, somebody else and they're they're a tag team together and they're but they end up in like 12 different comics and they're i think dark claw got a second issue x patrol got it uh a second issue and one other got a second issue but they're really really good and um i I would love for them to make an omnibus or a compendium of all those together but i have the number ones out in the in the garage but they're really really good comics i would love to see them get a long run together but you know dc and marvel are competition and especially now there's a lot of money in it Mm -hmm. so with the with the comic uh, industry hurting right now though they'd be smart to do something like that again bring them back bring those characters back and do a whole am- uh, amalgam universe their way to end it though is that the universe is in the fourth issue split back up and so that's why we never got more is because those characters are, i guess technically don't exist again but anyway we went off way off on a tangent Yeah. so anyways my number four <laughs> was beast boy <laughs> number four was beast boy i don't even know how i got on this but anyway uh Yes, Beast Boy. His number four was Beast Boy. <laughs> my number four was Best Buy. Was Best Buy. Best Buy. <laughs> His number four was Best Boy. Um, so we're gonna do my number four now. All right. So my number four is also it's a um, what do they call them? Not lineage, but basically a character that it's a it's a, a hero who several different people have donned that outfit. I can't remember what it's called. It's gonna bother me. I'll probably have to post it on Facebook because I remember the word. Anyway, so... This just the
3: word with nothing, no meaning or anything. Just post the word on Facebook. Yeah,
1: just post the one word on our Facebook. <laughs> All right, so my number four is A Flash, and it's the best Flash, and that's Wally West. My number four yes. is Wally West. Uh, Wally West's debut uh, wasn't actually as The Flash. It was as Kid Flash, and The Flash number 110 December 1959 his old character um uh, his debut as officially as Flash was in 86 I think one of those was Crisis on Infinite Earth uh, cause that's when Barry Allen disappears and he officially finally dons the uh uh, it's when Barry Allen dies. Sorry, he doesn't disappear. He dies. <laughs>
2: takes on the mantle.
1: He takes on the mantle and is a far superior Flash when it comes to character development. He's not as strong or as fast as Barry Allen ever was because Barry Allen basically, excuse me, is the Speed Force. I think I don't think they've ever officially said that, but I think they are one and the same. I don't think the Speed Force existed until Barry Allen did. I think it was something that was created when he became the Flash. Um, and... Uh, if there's ever any retcon or redone thing in uh, DC, it's almost always Barry Allen's fault. So <laughs> uh, it, it's just a, you,
2: you ain't yes, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yes,
1: like uh, like Flashpoint, all that stuff. Like so Barry Allen. The reason I didn't put Barry Allen, and I put Wally West, because Barry Allen, when it comes to character, is very vanilla and very boring, and uh, they only use him as a plot device and in the comics and that's why he's not interesting whereas Wally West has a ton of character development um while oh also I should about Wally West was created by John Broom and Carmine Infantino Carmine Infantino is a notorious DC uh artist he's created a lot of characters for DC um and his real name full name is Wallace Rudolph West he is the nephew of Barry Allen uh he's on Barry's wife's side Iris whose maiden name was Iris West um his power set is the same as every other flash. He has super speed. He can uh do some time control. He has a connection to the speed force. Um and just like every other flash, Wally West has died once, I believe, right? Um in, yeah. in flash, I know he dies in Flashpoint. Uh he died in Young Justice, didn't he? On the
2: uh... He died in Young Justice as well, yeah. Yeah. No. And that's and that's to the point where he couldn't keep up with barry like what they were trying to do like yeah. this the speed force dissipated him yeah because he which was super sad yeah
1: because he wasn't as strong as barry allen but he is back now and he's uh and he still is the flash and you know for me growing up because if i remember correctly in the justice league anime series that's wally correct or is it barry no it's, it's barry. barry yeah it's barry now i remember it's barry yeah uh but in young justice he's kid flash in young justice but uh mm-hmm. My comic books though, because you know, Barry Allen was dead until what? 2010 or something like that. Like Barry Allen was dead for like 20 years. He was dead for a long time. Uh, uh
2: up until, up until blackest night. So
1: 2007, 2008. So twenty two, twenty yeah. two 22 years, Barry Allen didn't exist. So Wally West was the flash for the majority of my, you know, childhood and coming up and reading comics. So Wally West is my flash. So, um, uh, he, he, he's just a now impulse impulse is uh wally west great-grandson right or is he barry allens barry well, he's uh, Bart, Bart uh allen. I mean, he's yeah, barry, barry allen yeah. so he's barry allen but yeah. uh wally west has two children who one one of them is a speedster right and the other one has a different s- superpower he has the little boy and the little girl uh but he does have t- I, t- I didn't know that yeah I, oh i know they're in the cartoons um in the anime some of the animated movies i think um but i'm pretty sure he has two kids but it might be an alternate timeline with dc you never especially with the flashes man you never know i just it's so hard to keep up with them um let's see like i said he is the best flash his team affiliations he's been in the teen titans uh jla now uh oh i meant to say that too early with kyle rayner he's been in the jla and the new titans um but he's more prominently in jla um and wally west is the flash in jla now i think barry allen's been brought back again um but i think they're both acting members i think they just rotate whenever they need a flash one of them shows up so um it's in teen titans go wally west is in it as well too he's the kid flash okay that's what i was was gonna ask i gotta throw in my teen titans go he's the one that has a rivalry with robin yeah so uh and he's a jerk yeah, well, in the end, well, Robin's, Robin's, jerk. Robin's the jerk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's be very clear. Uh, I hate Robin. Yeah, and that, which is so weird. <laughs> we'll, we'll touch on that soon too. Uh, but uh, he, because uh, that's not Dick Grayson. Like I'd be, like that. Tink times go that when he comes to his attitude, it'd make more sense if that was Damien.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, but anyway. So, by number four, does anybody else have anything to say about Wally West? No, Wally, Wally, Wally.
2: No, Flash was on my list, but it was Barry Allen. Um, mainly because of the darkest night run or yeah, blackest night. Sorry. Uh, He outran a black lantern ring by running three seconds into the future. Yeah. So he literally outran death again. So that that's the only reason why, but Wally West is a superior flash.
1: There you go. I feel you heard it here first. I agree. (laughs) 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 All right. So my number four is Wally West. All right. So Dustin, what's your number three?
2: My number three, he is an exorcist, demonologist, oh. and the master of the dark arts. Oh, I
1: know who this is. Go ahead. John Constantine. Absolutely. Uh, this is one, I, one of them I had to flex off my list, but I really wanted to put him on here.
2: It was, he was the first person to put on my list, but he made it to number three because I, you know, there are better pe- people on my list, I feel, but I've always, I've loved the character of John Constantine forever even when Keanu did it and did it wrong, but the movie was still what I wanted at the time because no, there was no Constantine available.
1: Okay. Let me, let's, call, um, let's pause right there. Uh, okay. I want to say this. And while his adaptation of Constantine wasn't cause he's not British, he's not blonde haired. Uh, you know, it was a script that was given to him. I do think the movie was good. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the movie, uh, know that was a time period when they're making comic book movies not comic accurate they're they're delivering them as they think americans wanted to see them because i guess they felt as hollywood yeah yeah they felt like uh that americans for some reason can't relate to british people i'm like so but you know i think that what's the new guy's name austin powers was pretty big yes but it's yeah a canadian (laughs) played a british guy (laughs) But that was a joke. Right? It was like no, the yeah. whole thing. The whole thing is a joke. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, when it comes to superheroes and like, they're, and at the time too, it's like if you can get a big name actor to play it, they, they didn't care about whether they portrayed him. Which I like Keanu, so I don't care. But yeah, Keanu
3: oh, Keanu Reeves wasn't the Keanu Reeves we have now, though. Back then, so it was almost a joke, was it not?
1: No, no. I, he, uh, well, I mean, I love the movie because yeah, he's still he's still in the he's still in the peak of. Matrix popularity. The Matrix. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So he's still a, he's a big name, but yeah, but, but I still feel like it was like he was like Nick Cage. You know, yeah. We've talked about this several times before. Everyone talks about how Keanu can't act and Keanu can't do this, but people love but his, movies his movies. are, movies are, are great. Yeah. His movies are great. He's not going to win an Oscar, but he knows what he is. He knows mm. what he does, and he does it well. Like Nick yeah. Cage.
2: Like, like, <laughs> not going to lie, my favorite Keanu is Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah. that's dope. My favorite key I, I was I'm gonna say, <laughs> like I'm also going to say it. If I put something in the mailbox uh, now, it'll be there in dude, the future. It's,
3: it's got all the sci fi elements I need <laughs> <move> Exactly.
2: <laughs> close, close number two. John Constantine.
1: <laughs> John, yeah, back to John Constantine. Number three. Well, we'll His first appearance wasn't. So...
2: <laughs> top five Keanu Reeves.
1: Oh, I could do that. Um,
2: <laughs> easily, yeah. Uh, his first appearance was in Swamp Thing number 37 in 1985, created by Alan Moore.
1: Alan Moore, yep.
2: Uh, Sting, or not Sting, but yes, Sting. Constantine was actually uh, <laughs> inspired by Singer Sting, not 1990s flat-top blonde-haired Sting. Oh, Eo. oh Unfor- Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, he killed his twin brother in the womb. Uh, and, brought, and his twin brother actually came back as a villain called the Golden Child.
1: Wait, Sting killed which, his twin brother? Yeah, wait, long... I'm I'm lost. Yeah,
2: yeah, Sting, Sting has a twin brother named John Constantine.
3: Roxanne. Did he kill him with a scorpion deathlock? <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he did the yeah the scorpion splash into the <laughs>
1: <laughs> into the womb.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, okay, so John Constantine.
2: Oh. Yes, uh, he's actually like. I watched Justice League Dark yesterday, and all oh, my list was made way before I watched that, too, which a lot of my list apparently came from those movies. Um, he's playing a bigger role now in the Justice League than he ever has, which is really cool because he's like their ace in the hole. Um, when you're talking about magicians, like with Zatanna, yeah. Uh, but John Constantine, he's literally who they go to when something needs to get done with the dark arts. Um, either TV shows, movies. He was in the Arrowverse for a while. Uh, unfortunately, his show only had one season. Not even a full um, And Yeah, it wasn't even full, which was crazy. It was really uh, good. He was in a punk. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed his cameos in Arrow.
1: I uh, will say, Rich, uh, so Joe- he's, he's in Legends of Tomorrow. and Does he smoke cigarettes? Uh, They did in... NBC, but I think they took it out in the early seasons because they some uh, they obviously didn't want it on TV. But I would say this, the Legends of Tomorrow adaptation of him is terrible. They wrote his character, you want to talk about re- uh, rewriting a character to where it made no sense, watch the Legends, w- when they put him in Legends of Tomorrow. the so Same actor, same one from the Arrowverse, but I, they ruined his character. But, I feel like with
2: Legends of Tomorrow, I only got like to the middle of the second season and it kind of had to just stop.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. I, I watched the first two and then third seasons when it really just goes off the rails and I gave up on it. Because I think it's middle of third season when Constantine shows up and I just don't We could talk about this off mic uh sometime, but it, it's it's a uh, it's bad, man. It's real bad. But anyway, continue.
2: Yeah. Uh he before uh, the John Constantine we know he was in a punk band called the Mucus Membrane, which is pretty <laughs> rad. <laughs> he comes with
1: hello Dusty I think we lost you Dustin checkity check 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 Dustin okay so for the time being (laughs) until we get Dustin back uh, we might have to uh, move on to Blake's number three let me uh, message him while I have an opportunity as well so Blake what is your number three
3: all right. What if he's just talking and I'm just going to straight interrupt? <laughs> well,
1: it won't be on here. Okay. So, uh,
3: well, I guess my number three kind of goes along with uh, Dustin's number three because my number three is Swamp Ass. I meant uh, Swamp Thing. <laughs> uh, swamp Thing was uh, created by Lynn Wine or Ween? Lynn Ween. Ween. And uh, artist Bernie Wrightson.
1: Uh, first uh, appearance was. I'm back. I'm back. No, uh, he's back. He's okay. back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm back. Uh, we, we, we went ahead and moved on to Blake's number three just because we weren't sure how long we were going to be. We didn't know what be. was going on, yes, and we uh, panicked. We panicked. Uh, so go ahead and tell t- okay. It's t- okay. T- but it is. It's, That's t- all I had to say. John <laughs> Constantine. <laughs> it is closely related to yours, so tell him what your number
3: three is. Yeah, my number three is Swamp Thing. So and, you know, Nice. You, you mentioned it earlier. Now, Swamp Thing wasn't originally DC, right? It was Vertigo? Which is basically uh, yes. D.C. So was
1: Constantine. Constantine okay. was
3: originally Vertigo as well. When did that switch over?
1: Uh, I mean, it's always been a part of it, but I think it's the late 80s, toward the end of Alan Moore's run yeah. with Swamp Thing, that uh, they uh, started doing some work with it. It was uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths, because okay. that's when, uh, So just so you know, after, I think it's Crisis on Infinite Earths, after when all the, or maybe it's Infinity Wars, I can't remember which one it was, not Infinity Wars, but wow one of those something to do with the crises. sorry final crisis with the infinity stones but <laughs> well everything all the universes disappear and there's only two universes left only three or four people remember the previous universes and john constantine is one of those people that remember everything that happened oh okay it's just i mean i wanted to tell you that while we were on john constantine but anyway go back to swamp pass okay
3: so yeah uh <laughs> swamp, swamp pass. thing i got i got in the swamp thing about it was like 2012 when i started getting back in the books and uh was that alan alan moore's run was when in the 80s in the 80s mm-hmm. i think i went back on those two and read some but i just they're I, weird I just, yeah they're weird because he goes to space alan's weird
1: swamp yeah alan moore's weird swamp thing goes to space and alan moore's run.
3: <laughs> yeah swamp thing is a tragic character and
1: yeah very much know, so and I'm, i have a thing for tragic characters same here so, with know. most of DC, honestly, that's what the difference between DC and Marvel is like your Marvel might be there, might be fighting for a lot of injustices and stuff like that, and uh, stuff like that. But like when it comes to DC, it's just a bunch of broken emotional characters, just a bunch of sad boys, it's a bunch of sad boys. Like it was it new 52, like with Elongated Man, like the whole thing's based around his wife getting murdered, and it's just him sad boying for 52 straight issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, continue,
3: but yeah, uh, I love his design. Um, did he come before Man Thing?
1: Yes. Yes. Marvel. Yeah. Marvel. Marvel. Again. What are y'all doing? It's right around the same <laughs> time, you know. But it, that, in the '80s especially, uh, they had, both companies had a real bad problem because they were all hiring artists who worked for both companies. You didn't mm-hmm. hire them on. They were all just like freelancers. Oh, yeah. So people would just be like, I'm working on this for DC and I'm working on this for Marvel. And they would go back and, and people would just go, okay, well, I got to create this and steal this idea, steal this idea. Like, and that's why a lot of those stuff, like Man Thing and Swamp Thing, I think were really close to each other in timeline. Whereas, like, you know, something like Dark Side and Thanos was a decade apart. But,
3: but go ahead. Uh, this was another one I got a show, but it was canceled too. Man, or did, did it even finish? Yeah, because I, I didn't over. Okay. I haven't
1: watched it because I just, knew it was they weren't making anymore well i watched the first episode and then the the day after the first episode came out they go oh by the way we're not doing any more of this. yeah
3: so I, I just wasn't interested in it. is it worth watching or it, did you finish good. it I, the first episode
1: was really good and it got really good reviews i just oh, okay I, i've now that i've got uh dc online or was it universe whatever the hell it's mm-hmm. called i'm gonna go back and watch it all now even though we're not gonna get any more of it yeah if it's got an ending to it i'll watch it i've heard it does i think it has like like one of those things where it could be open-ended but it's not mm-hmm. so i don't know i'll go back and watch it <clears throat> so yeah that was my number three swamp Thing, swamp ass swamp ass i remember the uh really bad 80s movies uh swamp thing i used to mm-hmm. love it. I used to watch them on sci-fi there's two of them i believe right uh, uh
2: i think there's three i think there's three.
1: Oh, there might be three awesome i love i feel like
2: i feel like there's three it.
1: it's so funny because swamp thing is one of those characters which they use them a lot more now mm-hmm. than they ever have uh, but he's just like every time you read his comics though he just feels he's the one character I read in DC I'm like this isn't a DC character it's not he's an indie comics character he's a universal some, monster yeah well he's a he's an indie comic character he's Savage Dragon he's mm-hmm. like he's one of those characters and somehow he stumbled into the DC universe and they make him work Uh, but it, sometimes the stuff feels real forced when they use him he makes sense when he's in Justice League Dark but anytime he has to help out Batman which he's done several times before it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it mesh as well mm-hmm. so I think he works better on his own or with the dark arts guys so cause he is a part of the green now that series the, the series a few years ago with Animal Man which you read as well yeah. and they have a lot of crossover because he's the green right and Animal Man, Animal Man is fighting the red which is like this evil like death poison thing and Animal Man is part of a color like the earth have all these like colors that control it and like Animal Man and Swamp Thing crossover a lot during that series but, uh, is that the one where uh, our boy wrote? Uh Oh, you're talking about uh, Gerard Way? No.
3: <laughs> no, Gerard Way wrote... Uh, no, no. Well, that's not who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of the one who wrote, like, uh, Essex County and... What's his oh, name? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Jeff Lemire. Yeah, Jeff Lemire. Yeah, he wrote I, Animal Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jeff Lemire is great. That dude cannot do any wrong. No, I agree. That dude just... Ke- I, he, his work schedule is ridiculous, too. That dude just keeps putting out, like stuff work tons of work for dc and then he puts out like three or four of his own titles mm-hmm. like regularly that dude's making like three four comics a month and i don't know how he does it so uh that's his job if you, if anybody wants to uh see a premier current writer in comics uh look up jeff lemire spelled l-e-m-i-r-e and read anything that he's done mm-hmm. trillium royal city uh, Essex County. What's the one? Sweet, oh, Sweet, tooth. Sweet tooth. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just there's so much stuff that. Oh, uh, underwater welder. Underwater welder. It's fantastic. So yeah, just everything he's doing. Read it all. And most of his stuff that's indie stuff. I will warn you, sad. Mm-hmm. So, but it's so well written. And his art is an acquired taste. Uh, a lot of those comics, he does his own art and he writes. Uh, most of the stuff for DC, he does some art like covers, but mostly, he yeah, he just does the covers. And he, he has a new, he has a new series too. God, what? A, and I'm reading it. I have it upstairs. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I haven't read it. it's, uh, it's like super brutal and dark and it's about like Gothic stuff. Mm-hmm. And, oh God, I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, I'll post that too. When I remember yeah. on Facebook, uh, or you can just put our faces on the cover or something and
3: <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. All right. So yeah, what are we on? Uh, that was my number three. So it's your number. Three. My number three. Okay. Dustin, you're still here, right?
2: I am still here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was about say,
3: we just started rambling about Jeff Lemire and how uh, we're under his nuts,
1: but look, anyway. Yeah, look, look, we got man crushes, all right? All right, so my number three is, another, a lot of my characters are, uh, God, it's going to bother me, like the word I'm looking for. It's another character who has donned a mask or, or a, a certain character and there have been several people to don this name but that character is not the version of him i'm anyway i'm just gonna get to it. my number three is dick grayson nightwing not dick grayson robin even though he is the best robin uh he uh, I, I know a lot of people like uh what's his name um the third Robin, uh tim drake tim drake yeah. um uh, but i'm not a big fan of tim drake look i i get why people like him but Dick Grayson is the best Robin, but I'm I'm more a fan of him as Nightwing. Uh, so, and just so people don't know, there are two Nightwings in DC's history. Originally, uh, Superman had a sidekick that was like a Nightwing, I think, that like dressed up in this like weird blue outfit. <laughs> I don't know much about him; I just <laughs> happened to see it. But Dick Grayson's—I'm not going to give you his origin as Robin because I'm not going to talk about him as Robin. That's back in the '30s. But Dick Grayson is Nightwing uh his debut was tales of the teen titans number 44 july 1984 um uh, and the nightwing character was created by marv wolfman and uh george perez which george perez is another famous famous dc artist in a big he's most famous for doing superman um he but teen titans right yeah joy yeah george Perez, especially in the 80s late 70s 80s and some in the early 90s was over all over everything on dc he was there, jim lee mm-hmm. like he was just like all over everything which i guess jim lee is there, jim lee now <laughs> uh jim lee's my dude jim lee is that dude so uh for people who don't know who dick grayson is uh and his power set he has no superpowers uh but he, he's part of the bat family he's a, uh an elite you know like super human detective uh skilled combatant and a, a lot of hand-to-hand combat uh combat he uh is an acrobat he uses a ton of tech and weapons uh and I, I he's the he's the best two things in dc he's the best robin and he has the best butt in all of dc
3: yeah they all they've always given him the best butt, always no matter what
1: and, and you know i was talking to steph about this and she never realized this so because that's like a it's a if you're a comic book fan it's an inside joke and it's what's a lot of people is that that Nightwing has always been drawn with the best 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 ass Mm. and it's it's so funny because if you're an adult and a comic book reader and you watch Teen Titans Go with your kids they run with that joke all throughout the series because Robin is all about his butt. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, there's tons of butt jokes. Uh, the booty scooty. Like, uh, there's the episode where he, like he's watching the. I think I sent you the gif of it where the, the butt comes out of 3D and it's oh, Robin's yeah. butt. It's all about Robin's butt and like because he's Dick Grayson. So it's like an inside joke and I think it's really clever. Mm-hmm. Which is why Teen Titans Go is so good. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I love Dick Grayson. I've loved you know growing up. Especially in all three of our age bracket, we grew up with Batman the animated series. So uh-huh. the Bat family was really a lot of ours introduction into comic books. Uh, that and like you know the X Men series and uh, Spider Man the animated series. Spider Man uh, the animated series, yes. And those are the three things that got us into the comics uh, uh, when we were kids. So you know, but Batman was before came a couple years before all those, and so that was my introduction. And the Robin in that one. Is uh Dick Grayson, and there's a few episodes I believe in the later seasons or it might be in Batman and Robin where Robin or Dick Grayson is Nightwing. A couple episodes, and um, uh, I was like, I remember seeing a design that sleek black and with the blue, like it's just it's badass. The reason I like this character because to me, Nightwing is Batman if he's not a douchebag, uh, <laughs> like if he's not Bruce Wayne, like uh. When they did the run where Nightwing was Batman and Damien was Robin, uh, that, that Grant Morrison did, uh, when Batman got hit with the, whatever, that Infinity Bullet or whatever it was, the Dark Side Cinnamon lost in time, that was my favorite version of Batman. I was like, man, I would love to see Dick Grayson stay as Batman, just because it's, I love the idea of what Batman is, but I don't like Bruce Wayne. Like I think Bruce Wayne is a horrible, horrible human being. And if you read his a lot of his comics, like he cares about nothing and no one. And like i get like batman's cool he looks cool he has cool gimmicks and like in the movies they don't paint him nearly as a bad a character but if you read the comics man bruce wayne is an awful person like a lot of those main heroes are like you know like i said hal jordan is terrible so i don't know why they uh decided to do that with a lot of their main franchise characters mm-hmm. but uh but anywho i like to me dick grayson is like i said if you took all the best things about batman and uh got rid of a lot of the bad parts to me that is dick grayson as nightwing uh and he's had tons of team affiliations he's been in the jla he was the leader of the teen titans for the longest time uh he's been in birds of prey um and i mean his list of teams he's outsiders i think a list of teams he's been in is so long but you know between the comic books and the tv shows dick grayson has been in everything since we were a kid so like he's uh, he's just a really really popular character and i and I love him he's well written and uh, he quite possibly might be objectively the best character in dc but he's my third favorite hero
3: and now that i know that Vic is listening uh that's Vic's favorite character right oh yeah Vic loves dick
1: grayson yeah. so and he's right dick grayson's great mm-hmm. uh do you have anything i had about dick grayson
2: uh yeah, just a little bit. Um, you mentioned that he's not the only Nightwing. Um, I did a little research on Nightwing because he was on my list too. He's one that I had to take off. Okay. Um, Superman went to another planet with one of his sidekicks, and they donned Nightwing and Phoenix That's was the name of their duo to kind of like hide the fact that he was Superman.
1: That was like and, in the 30s, wasn't it? 30s or 40s? It was like a long time. Yeah.
2: Before. And then in Rebirth, uh, Superman was telling Dick Grayson this story about uh, this folklore on his um, planet Krypton about these two characters. That's where the name Nightwing came from. Was him telling a story to Dick Grayson? Gotcha. Which I thought was super neat uh, that they they he didn't say it was him. He said it was this is a folklore from my planet. Type of thing they inspired Dick Grayson to pick the name Nightwing.
1: Gotcha, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't look too much into that history. Like I just saw that, I was like, oh, I didn't know that, and I kind of moved on because that wasn't hashtag not my Nightwing. So
2: (laughs) they also did a a villain like not a villain run, like a a double agent run. That's where the black and red Nightwing came from.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, dude, I love that design too. I'm a bigger fan of the black the black and blue. Uh, But oh, of course. Oh yeah, we got to back the blue. Yeah. Hey. All right, so moving on. Uh, so I think we're getting to our number twos now, right? Oh, yeah. we're at, And I'm getting close to my <laughs> number, number two, two. yeah, <laughs> as the morning goes on. I think that the theme of this week's episode is number two. Doo-doo. <laughs> Doo-doo. Uh, all right. uh, Dustin, what is your number two? Uh, my number two is
2: Shazam. 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 Yeah. Shazam. <laughs> Billy Batson.
1: Or also known Great, as, I, also known as good. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for the longest time until Marvel put they, they laid down the bush hammer on him mm-hmm. they laid and down. told him to and said, absolutely not.
1: Well, yeah, in their de- um, in their defense, though, he was Captain Marvel before DC ever owned him, correct?
2: Yep. Yeah, he was Captain Marvel. Yeah, before DC even owned the character. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, and then they were like, what, what, can, you, what can we call him? They're like, why don't we just use the word... He says. So I that's am. where Shazam. <laughs> <I> Kazam. <laughs> Is
1: that Shaquille O'Neal? No Sinbad. No, that's Sinbad. Sinbad. Sinbad.
2: Yeah. No, that's that's Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> oh,
1: no, it's, <that's> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's the whole Mandela, the Mandela effect, like people are think, like they remember Sinbad being in a movie called Kazam and but it's, yeah. it's, not it's like Berenstain Bernstein, Bernstein I can't yeah. remember
2: that one. But uh, Billy Batson's cool because he's a fifteen-year-old kid that looks. He he look. He has the same ability esque as, as Superman. So, in his Shazam body, he still acts fifteen because he is. Which is they they don't treat him like a kid as much. But when he does things, they kind of like go Billy, Billy, and then he straightens up.
1: Which that's a- um, his- good. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was say that was actually a retcon too, though, because originally uh, Shazam when he turned into Shazam was a set, they, they had him originally as a separate entity. So when he turned into Shazam, <clears throat> he was a whole nother person. He wasn't Billy Batson anymore, but it, it made a lot of things in continuity weird. And it just, it, it, a lot of people didn't gravitate toward that version of the character. So that's when they retconned him and made Billy inside just his big man body, which made so much more sense. And it's such a better version of the character. Well, I, I have a question was- about that. he's a- <clears throat>
3: Um, sorry. Uh, so he's still he's still a fifteen year old kid inside the body of Shazam, right? Shazam, Shazam. Yeah. Now, was there Shazam. ever or was there ever a case where they're like, "Where is Shazam?" And they're like, oh, "He's been in the shower. He's been in the shower for like forty minutes." Has that ever been a thing?
2: What's uh, he doing in there? Give someone else a turn. <laughs>
1: I, I do know there uh, for a long time, A lot, of, only a handful <laughs> of the JLA members knew. I know like Batman and like a couple other characters knew that Billy, that Shazam was a was teenage it, boy. Because hmm. the, there was yeah. a, actually a storyline, because, you know, he, he was with Stargirl, like dated Stargirl, Billy Batson did for a long time. And Stargirl was the only person who knew Shazam was billy batson and so a lot of people were really uncomfortable in the jsa that when she was dating shazam because she was like 16 Mm -hmm. or 17 or something like that and they're like this is so weird that a grown man is dating a 17 year old and eventually she had to tell them all no this is billy bat he's a teenager like i am and and that's when like i think everyone in the dc universe kind of figured out that like as far as the heroes all knew who he was
2: yeah who doesn't batman know who's who though oh that's one of my favorite things from the cartoon is when uh they're running i don't remember i don't remember who they're running from but uh barry allen superman and batman and wonder woman are all sitting down in the subway and he goes clark kent bruce wayne diana prince and then like wally when uh barry allen's like looking at everyone he's like wait what you know what i mean oh yeah that's great Anyways, Shazam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's essentially a demigod, which is cool. And I learned that Shazam is an acronym for all of the Greek gods that he harnesses his power from. Yep. Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. Uh, That was really neat. That that, That's how it played into that.
1: Yeah, it's like the strength Um, of Hercules, the speed of Mercury... Uh, the the wisdom Minecraft of... knowledge of Atlas, <laughs> <laughs> the wisdom of Zeus, or something like that. Like they all have like different attributes of each one that it gives them to make this ultimate character. Yeah. Which is like you know a lot yeah. of people don't realize is as as much as Superman gets glorified as being this Deus Ex character, Sh- Shazam is stronger than Superman, and also because this mm-hmm. is magic based. If they are ever to go to head to head, which if you read uh, Kingdom Come, like Shazam beats the crap out of him, like because. Yeah. He has magic, which is kind of puts Superman at a disadvantage already, and he's equally as strong and fast. And uh, and by the time he's in Kingdom Come, he's a grown man. So he's, uh, uh instead of a, being a teenage boy, but uh, uh, that's not, like, that's just a character I wish they the DC would do so much more with in the comics. The movie was great, by the way.
2: I loved it. Yeah, that's I I cool. loved the movie.
1: Zachary the, Levi. The, the,
2: he was great. That was the only thing that threw me off a little bit was the pillow suit.
1: Yeah, we but, we talked about it before it came out. Yeah. It ended up making sense Man. within the tone of the film.
2: Exactly, it was definitely a comical movie. It just he had the look. It was great. Um, That's is impressive. Mark that? Strong is just perfect.
0: Yeah.
2: And Mark Strong was just
1: a—he's oh, yeah. always
2: the perfect villain. And, always the perfect. He was the best part of the Green Lantern movie. I, we won't talk about that though.
1: Oh yeah, Sinestro. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wanted oh, yeah. I I hope they do a sequel to Shazam because I thought it was so I think it did well enough financially. Mm. And I, my problem is I'm not many people watched it and that I know of. Like, they've seen all the other DC movies. They're like, oh, I haven't seen that one. I was like, This is the best one. Like, why have you not seen yeah. the best one? And like uh, I would
3: but, say best one. You're forgetting about Holly Berry and Catwoman. Well, i
1: about the new DCU. That, that, we, that Catwoman's best of all of them. Of but, all
3: of them. But, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I get what uh, you're saying.
1: But I want to... You know, they had, what, Mr. Mind at the end and, like, there's <clears throat> so much they can do. But, you know, I, w- I will applaud this. DC is going all in on these side characters now and I'm really, really into it because, honestly, DC's best characters... Are there side characters? I
3: think what DC needs to do yeah. now is just stick with just single stories. Don't even worry about a universe anymore. And I
1: think that's what they're doing with exception for the Batman. Yeah. So they're creating this separate universe for the Batman. You know, they're doing that G uh, uh, GCPD show. Mm-hmm. And they're going to create this whole world around Matt Reeves as the Batman, which is fine. You yeah. can keep Batman separate. Yeah and then just make this whole fantastical one-offs like Shazam being in their own universe like they were smart not to show Superman's face when he shows up at the end mm-hmm. and you could do Justice <laughs> Justice League Dark could be its own universe which uh ha- because JJ Abrams is uh producing the new Constantine and the new Zatanna th- uh, thing they're doing so I imagine it's going to tie into his Justice League Dark HBO show and they're going to create this whole Justice League Dark series uh universe which might be another good reason they canceled swamp thing because they can just do it over again yeah and yeah i think dc would just be smart to do you know we're dc eu it's expanded universe so not everything is together and then just keep aquaman where he's at and his weird ass universe and then just have everybody be separate just makes more sense because at this point you're too far gone to tie everything together um hey keep it down up there uh but yeah so anyway what was your number two again (laughs) Shazam! (laughs) Kazam! (laughs) Kazam! You got anything else to add on Shazam?
2: That's all I got, man. Just uh, the new 52 origin is what the movie's based off of. Yeah. So that's where a lot of, like, literally issue is the movie, which is really cool. Flew right off the pages.
1: Right on. Kazam. Kazam. So his number two is Kazam, starring Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. So... (laughs) Is Kazaa, the uh, uh, pirating platform from the early 2000s. <laughs> uh, so, but Blake, what is your number two? All right. My number two, I don't have a
3: lot of information on this guy. I don't have a lot of history with this guy. I specifically like this guy based, basically just because of his design. Okay. And that's Plastic Man. Oh yeah, I knew he was gonna be on your list. I thought he'd be honestly your number one. But... No, nah, he's not my number one because I can't be like, oh, I loved him as a kid. I know everything. I only got the only issues I have with him are his recent run, which was like a little mini series and yeah, which uh, is really tr- good. and the terrifics. Yeah. But I, I put him on this list because of his design. It is my favorite design of all time.
1: And he's in a bunch of the episodes of Batman Brave and the Bold. Right? Oh yes. And, and that's that's so where good. I first saw him. And was so like, who good. is this guy? Yeah. So good. Well Give us uh what you got.
3: Uh, just got a little bit of history. Uh, his his name's Patrick O'Brien. I don't know if it's Patty, if
1: Patty O'Brien. I
3: don't know if that's been the only one. Yeah, he's the only person. Yeah, that makes sense. There is
1: an elongated man which is Ralph Dibney. Yeah.
3: But those are two separate characters. Um police comics number one created by jack
1: cole in 1941 was his first appearance so yeah. he's pretty old and i don't think he he's so uh, unlike marvel which with exception for captain america marvel created all of their own characters for the most part mm. whereas dc bought a lot of their characters um you know uh-uh. from blue beetle booster gold uh uh, uh, some, which have also been in Brave and the Bold a lot. Yeah, all the basically everything in Brave and the Bold. Which funny story. So you know, Alan Moore created Watchmen, which is a Vertigo comic. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those characters in Watchmen belonged to another comic book. Uh, I think it was called Charlton Comics, uh, and. They were character and DC bought those and they were going to use those characters as the characters in Watchmen, but DC went no, we want to do more with it, so let Alan Moore create his own original characters. Owl Man is Blue Beetle, Uh, Doctor Manhattan is Captain Atom. That's another Charlton Comics, and so on and so forth. There's a bunch of those characters across that, but you know Shazam was its own comic for uh, before it was in DC, and uh, you know Plastic Man. There's just a ton of them, and then DC just kind of all weeded them into their own mm-hmm. after a while batman and i think superman were like the two and wonder Woman were the three original dc comics characters and then they kind and aquaman but like then they start adding all these other characters in
3: yeah so plastic man the reason i put him on my list is because batman brave and the Bold. uh you know me and atlas were really into that and uh his character's a smart ass and he just looks like this cool guy from the 50s. That's just what his look is. But Yeah. So, and I started drawing him right after that immediately because I just had to.
1: He's a breath of fresh air in mm-hmm. a DC Universe that really needs it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause, uh, which is so funny, like how like dark and gritty DC's got to be all the damn time which is i think why it's a little exhausting for me now like i just why i read more indie comics and stuff now too because marvel's starting to get that way a little bit too um but it's just i don't need dark and gritty all the time sometimes i want funny and whimsical which is why i love teen titans go Mm -hmm. and why plastic man is a really interesting character um but yeah i I don't i I don't have a whole lot of ties to plastic man uh, but other than like batman and brave the bold and and i did read that newer series on the dc universe which because you told me to and it was Mm -hmm. really good um, do you have anything about Plastic Man or any uh, history relation, history with him?
2: Uh, I, to be honest, I never liked him because he reminds me of Reed Richards, and I don't like Reed Richards.
1: I think he's a better Reed <laughs> oh, Richards. Oh, okay, so yeah, uh, he. I, I've got. Uh, he is. So, I just just never a fan. Well, he's got the same move set. Yeah, but they are nothing alike. For number one, uh, Plastic Man was originally a criminal, mm-hmm. was he not? So yeah, he's yeah. Basically, uh-huh. he's, yeah. Scott, he's Scott Lang. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: well, he, and he had the Joker effect ha- happen to him from Batman. So like, like what happened, how plastic man got his abilities is the same reason we have the Joker. He was tangled up with Batman and he fell into a vat of chemical became plastic man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then he ended up becoming basically an anti-hero really. And yeah. Now he's a true hero, but like, yeah, just like Scott Lang Ant-Man, uh, basically the same stories. Uh, but like he, uh, um, what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, uh, damn it, I dropped the F. There's the one F word for the show. Damn. I thought it was going to be me first. I
2: it was going to be me. I'm trying so hard.
1: Uh, the, uh... Plastic Man. Plastic yes. Man. Yes. Anyway, plastic his, man. his character... Uh, I got nothing i'm brain farting so hard right i don't now. really care
3: for his name because plastic isn't stretchy oh that's unless what,
1: you heat it up that's what we were talking about the the other characters so reed richards is a turd like of a person like he's another character It's just a turd like he just treats sue so he doesn't deserve sue storm at all Su- Su- sue storm
2: you is- know who does victor von doom
1: uh, yes and my boy uh, um, yes and no uh, just because both uh, Victor Von Doom's just as selfish uh, for the uh, for different reasons uh honestly I don't think either one of them deserve her. I think she That's did. why you hate Reed Richards. I just not thought about that cuz she's Ray- my, <laughs> you love Doctor Doom. I do love Doctor Doom. No, no, no,
0: Doctor Doom, Dr. Uh, uh, Dr. Doom's I my boy. <laughs> I love,
1: well Doom was my number <laughs> yeah, one. Doom one. was your number one. Yeah. Uh uh but he I just none of them deserve her. Sue Sue's the best girl. So that's why you all both hate is, Reed Richards. She she is. She is uh I'm not going to go into too much to Sue storm because she might make a different list for me. So, uh, (laughs) but yeah, I I love Sue storm. And, uh, I just think all the men around her with exception for Ben treat her like crap. And, you know, but you know, Ben and her never had any romantic feel. They're my brother and sister. And he, I think Ben's a better brother to Sue than her actual brother. So Sue Sue surrounds herself with men that don't deserve her. And it's unfortunate. Namor is another one too so sue, yeah. sue could just sue could use some time just to get some sue needs sue time mm-hmm. she don't need no man but yeah reed does suck um elongated Man. <laughs> yes he does elongated man <laughs> has the same powers too but he's kind of just a dry boring old character that never evolved and that's why mm-hmm. i think plastic man, plastic man is so interesting he has all the same move sets and but that moveset is kind of ridiculous. It is ridiculous, and that's why it's awesome to see the character also be ridiculous.
3: Well, well, I think like that's why that's why I like him more because his his art style, with the way they do his, it looks it looks incredible. It looks cartoony. Yeah, it looks very cartoony. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. It just drew, I just was drawn to it. I don't
1: know.
2: Yeah, he definitely looks like he doesn't fit into the the, the DC universe, which is what he's got going for him.
1: Which mm-hmm. he wasn't in the DC universe, so it makes
2: sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: right on so blake your number two again plastic man dude plastic man but all right so we're getting to my number two so my number two is another dive my first official dive into the mystic world of dc and my number two is gone gone the form of man rise the demon etrigan my number two is the demon etrigan uh he uh uh isn't is my first anti-hero on my list um because technically he's an anti-hero we'll more dive into that here in a little bit but his uh give you his history real quick uh his first appearance was the demon number one in august 72 created by the great jack kirby he created it all himself i have some of the issues jack kirby did um uh he had no help uh a greatness he wrote, and this is one of his first voyeurs in the writing. Which Jack Kirby is notorious for not being a great writer, like you really saw that in the New Gods. Um, uh, I think that's why people take for granted, like people get that are Jack Kirby stands, or like they hate Stan Lee, mm-hmm. but it's like honestly, they were best when they were together. like now, Stan Lee and Steve Ditko were really great together too, but when they were at their height is when they were together because you had this ultimate comic book artist and this ultimate comic book writer who just knew how to feed off each other. And honestly, when Jack Kirby left, Stan Lee wa- wasn't nearly as good, and Jack Kirby wasn't nearly as good. He created really good characters but didn't know how to write them. Uh, the demon was much better later on when other people got their hands on him. But uh, here's a little backstory on him. Uh, his He actually is a shared character so the his human side is a character named jason blood who was one of the knights under arthur who uh in order to fight this great war merlin bound this evil demon etrigan to uh jason blood's body it's almost it's basically a curse more than anything but they they thought that they could put this demon on him to help him them win the war and stuff like that i think morgan lefay was a lot of a big a big part of that and everything um but it end up giving Jason Blood immortality, which, you know, you're like, oh, cool, immortality. Well, when you're a human and you see everyone you love constantly get old and die, you eventually just give up on connecting with anybody and ha- become a loner, which is what Jason Blood did. And he's not a big fan of calling forth the demon because the demon, he can't control the demon. <laughs> so the demon, they are two separate entities. They're not the same person. It's not like the Hulk and Bruce where Bruce can, can sometimes control the hulk like etrigan is etrigan and jason blood is jason blood um his uh power set he is uh, he's got superhuman strength healing ability uh hellfire um uh, he's uh a master of the like magic art form uh, involving death like basically any kind of magic that could kill somebody he's a master of it um he speaks in rhyme that's one of his other super abilities. <laughs> Everything Etrigan does is in rhyme. Uh, ha- have you seen the new Justice League Apocalypse, Dessam? Yeah. Uh, what did you, you think of it? Justice League Golf I bar. loved it.
2: Did you? Uh... I loved. I loved. And then, like, when Etrigan, when, when he hit, shows him in the bar and that's one of my favorite things with John Constantine he goes he doesn't even rhyme anymore
1: yeah exactly that's what, <laughs> that's, that's what I was about to talk about he doesn't rhyme anymore but my, yeah. my big problem like I told because you still haven't watched it yet right I have not Um, it, and I won't try to spoil it for that's you That's fun. It, but uh, it is, it's a, called Justice League Dark but it's just John Constantine it's a Constantine movie with the Justice League it, uh, because Etrigan's in it but he may have he's maybe in it for like 10 minutes total uh, Zatanna's in it for maybe 10 minutes total and really nobody else.
2: Swamp, swamp thing. Yeah. Uh, his his house makes a cameo.
1: Yeah. it's like, Basically, yeah, it's just a bunch of cameos. It's not like the Justice League Dark movie where they were all in it constantly. And my biggest problem was the ending. They just basically went, oh, none of this mattered. Nothing you just watched mattered.
3: And
2: yeah, I don't want to, I mean, if Blake's going to watch it, I don't want to talk about it.
1: No, no, no. Uh, no I, I don't, I don't, go ahead.
2: I, it, um, unless they make a sequel directly to this movie. Cause the next DC movie is a retelling of Superman.
1: Yeah. Uh, if what, they
2: make a, du- a direct sequel to this justice league dark, I'll be okay with that.
1: Exactly. That's be,
2: uh, be, Cause I'm excited to see what new changes there are. Uh, who does it? Uh, and like said, John Constantine will be the only person who will really remember.
1: Exactly. So if you could guess they, th- at the end of the movie, none of it mattered because they retcon it at the end of the movie. Can you guess how they retconned it? Mm-mm. The Flash. Barry oh, Allen. <laughs> uh, resets everything. Because all, every, all this crap happens, the world is ending it. He goes, John Costing goes, you know what you got to do? And he's like, yep. And you're like, what did I just watch then? Why Mm-mm. did I just watch an hour and a half of nothing? No consequence or anything, because he's just going to reset everything. Hey, I, it bothered me. Uh,
2: there'll, be co- there'll be consequence, we just don't know what it'll be.
1: If they if they do it. That's the thing is, if, if they, they do y- it. Y-
2: Yeah, yeah but I thought it was, I, I love the dark stuff just because I'm all about DC's mystic arts.
1: Yeah. Same. Here. Um, but I, I thought it is cool because it,
2: it brings light to characters. People don't really know.
1: Right. I just think it fell short of how good the original justice league dark movie was and Constantine city of blood. I thought that was really, really, or city yeah. of angels or whatever. I thought it was really, really Those were really good. And I think this one just, it, uh, it felt rushed. It felt lazy. It didn't feel as they didn't put as much thought into that one as they did the other two. Um, yeah. I think that's just kinda of why like I I didn't and like I said, the ending kinda of killed it for me too. And um but yeah, my love for my love for the demon started uh with Batman Anime because uh there's I think there's a two part episode where the Demon Antrican is in. It's one of the later seasons. But uh he's also or it might have been Justice League. No, it's Justice League. He's in the Justice League. But uh Unless I don't remember man Batman. Yeah, it's Justice League. It's one of them Bruce Tim shows. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> damn Bruce Timm shows. Uh, But I remember loving his design and that's what got me into the comics. And I started reading and I got some of the Jack Kirby issues. I got some other crossover issues, which I'll talk about later. Um, And I I love his design. Uh, I think it's badass. And like, dustin's been saying the whole mist he's what got me into the mystical world of dc he was the first character that really i saw i was like well this guy's really interesting you get into him and then you start getting into constantine you get into swamp things hatana dr fate all these other really really cool characters uh boston brand or dead man uh just there's so many great great really what they do magic way better than marvel does um just because I think they get a better understanding of it, uh, the writers that they have doing it. Mm. But uh, I do have, uh, which I'll be our action figure, I guess, spotlight thing of the week. I'll, I'll show people a picture of it when I when I got it. But I do have the uh, the DC signature uh, of when they did the Other Worlds run of Demon. It's a really 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 badass figure, really detailed. I have, uh, but I have his figure, and they. I don't think they've done a Funko Pop of him. If they did. I need to find it and get. Uh,
2: it. Yeah, I don't think they have.
1: I don't think they have either. And he'd be so cute. I need it. Um, yeah, because yeah, dust- I have a
2: Man Thing Funko.
1: Dust? Is he dust? Yeah, Man Thing or Swamp Thing? Because Man Thing's man,
2: man, Thing, oh. Man Thing.
1: Oh yeah, I've seen that one. I've seen that one.
3: Oh yeah, yes. it? Is the six inch one? Is it not? Uh, uh, no.
1: No, no it's a regular four inch. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Um, but yeah.
3: Regular four inch. That's
2: <laughs> what she said. <laughs> you know, the 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 standard.
1: <laughs> That's not... But uh yeah, I just I loved I love the demon. Um uh does anybody else have anything to say about the demon? I don't No. No, okay,
3: well the demon rules He's just a terrible character. Why'd you even put him on your list? Let's move on.
1: <laughs> uh but yeah, so my number two is Etrigan the Demon or the Demon Etrigan or Etrigan or however you wanna
3: Estrogen the estrogen, Demon.
1: The estrogen demon. <laughs> <laughs> His secret power of the period. <laughs> Uh, All right, so we are we're getting down to the nitty gritty. uh, But before we do that, we are going to do a segment of our show we call.
0: That's
1: right. This uh, this is the honorable mentions. These are the ones that didn't didn't quite make our list. Uh, did, just didn't make the cut, and uh, mine were really close. I'll be honest with you; the two that didn't make my list were really right there on the fringe. So, uh, Dustin, we're gonna start with you. What are your honorable mentions, bud?
2: If I could have a top seven, that's how close these two were. Um, and we actually mentioned both of them. Uh, one of them is Doctor Fate. Uh, super cool. He his powers are essentially limitless. Uh, he has the medallion, which is the the, he can imprison people in his medallion, the helmet, the cape. He his dad was a I don't want to say excavator because that's not the word. His dad used to.
1: Uh, it, was, it was a large <laughs> piece he's an, of equipment. <laughs>
2: yeah, he was an es, he was an escalator. <laughs> um, no, his dad used to do um, dig up Egyptian uh, artifacts. archeology and archaeologists, that's the word. And he actually opened the tomb of which um, now I'm for a farting on guy's name that lives in the helmet. Nabu. Nabu. Yeah. And it killed him. The gas killed him from doing that. So he took the the kid who's Doctor Fate under his wing, taught him all the, all of his powers, and then gave him the cape, the medallion, and the helmet, and he essentially just became Doctor Fate. Right. Um, and there have been. Some... I think he's super.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. there have been several dr fates
2: yeah there's been a yeah there's been maybe five or six there's been a there's been a couple that has been a dr fate like a husband and wife yep uh, Wally west has been dr fate at one point there you go uh, um yeah i just think he's super cool and he would whoop the piss out of dr strange
1: yeah and dr fate is, see the, technically dr fate does have limitless power but it's really based on who can has the helmet because uh the uh is it nabu or nabu i can't remember how to pronounce this he is the helmet and he lives within the helmet and the stronger the whole wearer of the helmet who could control him because nabu is a chaos god uh, if you could control him or no he's not a chaos god he's a balance to the chaos gods right but anyway he if you can control him the more power you have over him the more powers you have a lot of the fates that who have failed as fates uh um couldn't control him and so it the power was just too much for them so yeah. uh but yeah it, it has an immense power which is why i would honestly give strange the advantage because strange controls his magic whereas the magic controls the wearer of the helmet so uh, to, to me it's like limits got to play into something or like controls got to play into a lot of stuff but that's another argument you, don't you? we go with me uh and my
2: my other was booster gold
1: booster gold from booster the, gold from the 30s twenty 20- What's the 24, 48.
2: 23rd century, okay. Uh, yeah, and it's cool because he uh, was a football player who was just an asshole. Uh, lost his scholarship because he was betting on games that he was playing. So that's how they, they, they figured him out and pretty much kicked him off the team, lost his scholarship. So he went to go work at this museum, got really invested into the heroes of the 20th century and decided to go back in time. So he has a limitless knowledge—not limitless—up until uh, his year of existence. A knowledge of the superheroes and events that happen in the past.
1: So he's Biff to go back and make pretty, pretty much like Biff. A Biff from yeah, back, to, but, back to the Future too. <laughs>
2: but he's super cool because he does the—you know—he does team up with Blue Beetle. He's been in the Justice League. Um, there wherever you see Blue Beetle.
1: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, there are tons of people who. Uh, ship Ted Cord and uh, Booster Gold like they think that they they basically should have been like a gay couple which would have made would have worked if they'd done it because neither one of them really yeah. ever had any romantic interest and they were best best friends up until Ted Cord died but Ted Cord's back now right didn't they bring, I, know I think he, so I know he came back in Blackest Night but he was a Black Lantern but I think he got brought it's a back a Black Lantern yeah uh, got, I think he got brought back in one of the recent runs but anyway continue <laughs> and
2: that's all I got Booster Gold
1: Booster Buster. Booster. 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 Rooster Booster. The Rooster Booster. Uh, uh, Ronald
2: Reagan gave him his name in the comic because he met the president, and Ronald Reagan called him Booster Gold.
1: Well, that makes him less interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> and that's all I've got to say about that. Uh,
1: all right. <laughs> so, Mike, what are your
3: honorable mentions? Uh, I got two. Uh, and uh, one of them's from the Justice League, and that's Martian Manhunter yeah very underrated character nice. yeah I, and i just don't really very. i don't really like him in the show but
1: he's great in the show john Jones. yeah and john jones john he jones. was in the supergirl show right yes he still is in the supergirl show is he is that show any good i have watched a couple episodes it's not for me okay uh but uh yeah i, I love his character and i really would like dc to do way more with him because mm. you want to talk about somebody uh, Marsha manhunter is the strongest character in dc the strongest character his only weakness is fire and he's a not only is he a strong fast and can fly like superman he also has telepathy he can also walk through walls he can uh shape shift he's literally the ultimate character and i don't understand why dc hasn't done more with him on a bigger scale mm-hmm. because i think he's a really interesting character and you know obviously he's a martian <laughs> but uh that's a good character uh my second
3: one is cyborg side so, booyah yeah side so, booyah and booyah, you know, yeah,
1: yeah, boo. so
3: i guess the only teen titans go characters i left off are uh
1: starfire and
3: robin and robin
1: okay <laughs> i took care of dick grayson though so, you did you did so starfire is the only one yeah. Corey, she's the only one that didn't, get, didn't make our list <laughs> all right so my honorable mentions my first one has all it's also some crossover it's already mentioned is uh zatanna zatara uh, which I don't need to say a whole lot about because, uh, Dustin talked about her earlier, uh, but she was created by Gardner Fox and Murphy Anderson. I did want to say that. And, you know, he, like I said, Hawkman, number four, November 64, I'm not going to talk a whole about out her. Cause we talked about her a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. She is another one. My dives into the mystic world. And my other character uh, is origin is not from the comics. It is from a TV show. Uh, my other honorable mention is Batman beyond uh, uh, Terry McGinnis, uh, who got his original run in the TV show, which by Bruce, he was created by Paul Dini and Bruce Timm. And then he got a comic run. And now actually he still has a comic run. And uh, he's a re- obviously my love for him came from the, the incredible TV show, which was cut off way too soon. Um, He's just a really awesome character. It's just Batman in the future. But I think that now he's uh, in current time. I think he traveled maybe through time and came back somehow. I can't remember the exact... I haven't read a whole lot of the comics, but I know he exists in current times now. Uh, but it's just a really, really awesome character. Uh, like I said, he's another... My favorite versions of Batman are Batman who aren't Bruce Wayne. So <laughs> uh, that's why I like Terry McGinnis because like he doesn't like he basically is like every time Bruce tries to tell him to do something that Bruce Wayne would do, Terry's like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. I don't do that stuff. And he is a he's a clone, right? Not a clone. But yeah, I think he's a clone of Bruce, isn't he? Did not we find that out? I That anyway. doesn't sound familiar. I think he is. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember, or maybe they got retconned at some point, because I it was, or maybe they alluded to it. Though they, I think they alluded to it in the show a lot, because his father's dead, you know. And they're like, there's always this. I think there was a whole storyline alluding that he might be Bruce's offspring somehow, like maybe he's a clone or something like that. But I think you find out eventually he's not. Okay. But uh, those are my two honorable Michons. 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 So, uh, we are now to the ultimate part of our show uh the number ones are top dc heroes dustin without further ado what is your number one
2: my number one is the specter
1: the specter that's a great one also not a dc comic originally i don't think but anyway continue
2: nope yeah the specter his first debut was in 1940 for more Fun's comics number 52 uh the guy's name is actually it's jim corrigan he was a police officer who uh, he was about to get married to. It's, this, it's the tall tale of getting married to your, the girl, but you end up dying before the, the marriage. <clears throat> and Heaven rejected him. He's like, no, you have to go and seek vengeance.
1: So, so he walks you. the. Smith? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh, now walks the earth as the Spectre, which is DC's Ghost Rider.
1: Yes, you know, the spirit of
2: vengeance seeks vengeance, and um, there's been a couple people. Uh, Crispus Crispus Allen is the most recent specter, uh, but Hal Jordan has actually been the specter as well.
1: Yeah, I didn't remember that. Comment.
2: And then and then the Arrowverse, Oliver Queen at the very end of Arrow took the mantle of the specter.
1: Okay, so I was wondering how that ended because uh, I I gave up on Arrow a long time ago. So they kill him off basically, and he becomes because you got to be dead to be the Spectre, the Spectre. correct?
2: Yep. Yep. So yeah. So and what really got me into the Spectre was in Blackest Night because he's the first person that uh, Necron approaches and turns into a Black Lantern, other than the Black Hand, because the Black Hand is his human connection, Necron's human connection to the world.
1: Right. It. it
2: uh, so he got to this good.
1: No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead.
3: No, you go ahead. I'll go ahead. Okay, is the real reason you like him is because of the Green Hood?
2: It is not, actually. Okay. It's because he is the spirit of vengeance. So, and um, there was a movie, The Crisis on Infinite Earths movie, the animated. Yeah. Um, They did a one-shot of him, actually, and it really really resonated with me because, one, it was shot like Miami Vice, but, two, it was horror, horror cartoons. Which is really cool, and he has a green hood.
3: Hey, um okay. man, nailed it.
1: Nailed it. He's a really interesting. But kid. no, very interesting. Very interesting. I just think because like uh, he, he's a to me he's like a crossover of like Ghost Rider and like The Watcher almost because he he can't get really involved unless. Unless it's a vengeance type thing, right? Whereas, like, Ghost Rider's kind of involved in this character who just gets himself involved in stuff, depending on who is the Ghost Rider. Uh, He has more control over his demon than Spectre does. Like, the Spectre has rules that it has to follow, like the rules of heaven, basically. Uh, But, uh, because he is basically an uh, emissary of heaven, right? Like, he, he basically does the stuff that God won't do. Uh,
2: Pretty much, yeah. He was he was rejected for that reason. Like he he has to patrol the earth for that reason.
1: He's a fallen angel, correct? Yep, yep. So whereas like the other way around with Ghost Rider, he's a demon from hell. So <laughs> uh, where he's he does all the work of Mephisto, uh, DC's yeah. D, uh, Marvel's devil. So yeah, he's a really really interesting character, and he's another one of those lineage, lineage characters. I think it's called lineage characters. I, I'm gonna look it up. It's gonna bother me, but anyway. <laughs> where a lot of people have donned the specter. It's just whoever the specter sees fit at the time that, uh, they move on to. So, yep. But that's cool. Yeah. That's a really good, really, really, yeah. really good character. All right.
2: Yeah, he, he made my way. Like I wrote down Constantine and then I wrote down the specter and I'm like, specter's number one because he's just so awesome.
1: And where's a green hood. And he wears a green hood. Yeah. And where's a green hood. Yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right, Blake. So now we're on to you. Your number one is what? I'm a little, you
3: know, uh, hesitant on saying it because you have shit on him the whole podcast. <laughs> I knew
1: he'd be your number one. Uh, my number one is Batman. <laughs> well, I mean, that's fair. I mean, he's, he's a lot of people's number one, man. I just think uh, I like I love the animated series Batman. and I mm. love the movie Batman's because, they, like I said, they don't portray him as to be as such a terrible character. Yeah, it's comic book Bruce Wayne that I don't like. And it's not I like Batman. I don't like Bruce Wayne like uh,
3: oh, that's fair but have you seen bruce wayne's wiener because they have shown that recently
1: from, i haven't seen it before i've heard about it i think we've talked about it on this <laughs> podcast before <laughs> top five bruce wayne wieners <laughs> there's
3: only one bruce wayne wiener all right continue uh it, my love for batman is um mainly because i don't have a lot of dc heroes i like you know once we started this part you know this list i'm like damn i only like the uh, villains but uh i do like batman well, and all,
1: most of your villains are batman villains, and they're all
3: batman villains uh but yeah I, I do like batman i've liked him since i was a kid and the main reason he's my number one is because of my son do
1: you have any history or origin of him uh yeah i just thought everybody knew that already um i know it's bob Kane and somebody else 1930 but, uh, and bill finger bill finger 37
3: uh, uh, 39 39 damn uh Was it Detective Number Twenty Seven? Which that sounded weird to me. I thought it was something else.
1: No, Detective Comics Number Twenty Seven was his first issue.
3: I thought it was another issue, but
1: the the next issue he's in is Batman Number One.
3: Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, the main reason he's my number one is because of my son. Uh. He got he got really into Batman when he was little, and um, mainly Batman Brave and the Bold, and then from there on we watched
1: all the other ones. Batman Brave and the Bold is so vastly underrated. It is so underrated. It's so good it is so funny and all the batmite episodes and Mm -hmm. the finale to that show is fantastic it is uh have you ever watched batman brave and bold dustin i i haven't you do you have the dc universe
2: uh i actually yes i signed up for it last night actually
1: uh it is on there watch it you will you will thank Uh, us later. you will love it especially as a dc lover it 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 gives a lot of love to the old Charlton characters. And a lot of these characters, like, like I said, there's a lot of green arrow. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of blue beetle. There's uh, plastic man. So you'll love that. Yeah. You'll love that. (laughs) Uh, but a lot of these characters that like, uh, because every episode is a team up episode. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what the whole thing is. It's basically based off the brave and the bold run where he was teaming up with a lot of different people. Uh, and, uh, but it's very pulpy, very campy. Uh, Diedrich Bader is Batman in that one. Um, it's so good, man, and uh, Pee Wee Herman uh, is uh, Batmite. So, <laughs> I didn't know that. You know what? I've, I've,
2: I've, I feel like I've seen the episode with the Specter in it, though.
1: Yeah, and he's because he does episode. he does
2: the thing with he does it with the Specter. I feel <laughs> like I've seen that.
1: It's yeah, just watch it from the beginning straight through. Like yeah, it's not long. It's it, yeah, it's not long. You'll get through it quick, and it is really entertaining, man. And it's just a fun, fresh, a, a fresh. I guess you could, I guess you could say it's fresh take on Batman where, cause in a, in an era that we grew up in where Batman's just dark and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's not as campy as 66 Batman. Like it's, it's still really, really well done. Um, uh, but just, yeah, watch it straight through to the end. And the finale is really, really good. Um, but yeah, uh, next to Batman animated series, I think it's the, the, I think it's the best Batman animated show. Um uh, I, I don't include Batman beyond cause it's a separate character, mm-hmm. but, uh, uh, it's really, really, really good. Um, I did. Okay. Yeah, I, did check it out.
3: I did get back into uh, Batman comics uh, with Court of Owls. I really like. I did. I did like that story. And then from there was the Face Off Joker, and
1: that was all pretty good. They used Court of Owls too much now, though. Like it's just everything that is it. They use it a lot now. Yeah, they use Court oh, of okay. Owls a lot. They're like, oh, something's going on in Gotham. Court of Owls. Ah. So it's like it's just. It was one of those things that should have been a one-off. It was a great story, mm-hmm. but it's just it just once it's done, let it be done. Um it's just uh but yeah. Continue. <laughs>
3: uh what what uh pulled me into that story was just one drawing of Batman as an owl. Like what the f is this? I got to right. read it. It's, I've seen it. It's nice.
1: Uh I think because like I said we're all in the same age bracket, we are most of our people our people our age. So our first love comic books is batman Mm. because batman animated series and because the movies were so popular when we were kids and you couldn't escape batman it was everywhere and uh it's just like you know this cool idea of a regular dude with a bunch of really cool gadgets and so i was like oh i can kind of relate to that and it doesn't hurt that his rogues gallery is the best in all of comics well you know i
3: could relate to all of that until they showed his wiener and i'm like well never mind nope Oh, and the, it
1: wasn't the billion-dollar thing—the billionaire thing. Oh no, thing no, no. I can relate to that kind of. i have a billionaire playboy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, so yeah, it's it's understandable that a lot of people's number one would be Batman. But like I said, DC has such and, and we talked about this before too and that's one of my main also problems with DC is that they have such great characters that they don't do enough with and they just keep going back to the same tired characters over and over and over and over again and I'm like you have so such a great amount of characters that you could work with but you know we gotta do more Batman and Superman stuff so anyway Dustin what is your tie to Batman? Uh, I don't I don't tie to Batman <laughs>
2: i to Batman. Um, I've always liked Batman's villains more than Batman himself. Same. Um, and yeah, Batman animated series, you know, Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill. That's my biggest tie to Batman. Up until recently when, um, Chris Rinald? the Lego Batman. Oh, Lego uh, Lego Batman movie. Will Arnett. <laughs> Will Arnett. I really enjoy that Batman too. Uh, Batman. Uh. <laughs>
1: Right on. So, yeah. Obviously, I, 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 I thought you might have flip-flopped Plastic Man and, and Batman. No, I,
3: I can't ignore. Your love. I can't ignore what I, what I know.
1: Well, and what you know is Batman. Batman's wiener. Batman's wiener. You can't unknow Batman's wiener once you know it. <laughs> All right. So, right on. So, once again, Blake, your number one is? Batman's wiener. Batman's wiener is, is number one. All right, so we're on to my number one. So, my number one is Batman. No, <laughs> but not as wiener. But not as wiener. It's just Batman. It's just, it's just the cowl. No, okay. okay. No. All right, so no. My number one is a one that we've already talked about. And I told you earlier I wasn't going to talk a lot about. My number one is the main man, the master frag, the scourge of the cosmos, the last Sarnian. My number one is Lobo. Uh, this is why I had to make the rule of anti-heroes being on the list because I wanted to put low post my number one. So I was like, my number one and two are actually both anti-heroes. Um, so as we've, we talked about a little bit earlier with, uh, cause, uh, it's on Dustin's list as well. Uh, he's from Omega man. Number three, June 83, created by Roger Slifer and Keith Giffen. Um, his uh, I'll give you some of his uh, abilities because I don't think we dove too much into that earlier. He has superhuman strength, like Superman level strength, which that is one thing. It does vary a little bit uh, depending on which comic run you read on how strong he is. But whenever usually he's up with the JLA, he's just as strong as Superman. Like he in Young Justice when he shows up, he just uh, he handles the entire Young Justice like uh, and that's with super powered people like Super on there. Like he just whips ass um he is he got super speed uh super senses uh he's got superhuman stamina durability he can regenerate a lot like wolverine can i think but a little bit faster like he can regenerate from just his head like if you cut his head off his body will regenerate to his head Um, uh, unlike deadpool where you got to connect him he'll just create a whole new body um uh, technically he's immortal i think uh you know uh i don't think he can die <laughs> Because uh, the only time that he's ever died is when Lobo goes... There's, there's two series called Lobo goes, to, or Lobo goes to Hell and then I think Lobo kills Heaven or destroys Heaven. And he just basically goes to both af- afterlives and neither one of them want anything to do with him because he goes in and basically kills all these angels, kills all these demons. When he goes to Hell, he actually teams up with the demon because uh, the demon's tired of doing their bidding. So he uh, uh, they team up together and just start murdering people and hell i have that crossover run on comic um like, like like we were saying earlier he just he has no limits he can literally do anything that's why you can write him in any way you want uh he is a to me for what and most of his best uses is a true rated r character he's best when you can just let him say and do what he wants and kill as many things as he wants um uh, And contrary to popular, the way they portray him in the Superman animated series, which is Brad Garrett, which that's where I fell in love with him, was the Superman animated series. Uh, They kind of uh, show him as kind of a doofus. He's not. He's actually got a genius level intellect. The guy's brilliant. Like that's why when he he's fighting the JLA and, and like the bounty falls through, he goes, "This ain't worth it. I'm out." like why the hell am I gonna keep doing this and you know fighting all these guys for it just doesn't make any damn sense and he's smart enough to track people all the way down through you know all these different universes
2: galaxies galaxies galaxies
1: yeah so like he's just like I said he's uh, a super super interesting character he uh now if you scour the internet enough you can find it but he uh there was a web series that was an adult web series in two thousand. That was gonna uh, was supposed to come out. They made six episodes of it. It was an animated series with Brad Garrett as Lobo again, and I think it was the Bruce Tim design, like same Bruce Tim design from the Superman animated series. Uh, and it was supposed to be for adults, and it never got a full release. I think you can find if you search YouTube. I-, I found them before, and they're pretty good, uh, but it's been years since I looked for them. Uh, I wish the DC would just take them and just release them now because it just learned from the success of Marvel doing deadpool after it leaked and and how popular it got you're like okay let's make this movie and it did really well i think lobo could be dc's deadpool because like deadpool easily you don't have any restrictions you just do whatever the hell you want with the character because they they literally have no continuity mm-hmm. they have no they have no set rules for those characters just do whatever you want because i remember originally back in the day the rumor was the rock as lobo which i would have been 100 percent behind i am more behind him as lobo than uh black adam but Unfortunately, he is Black Adam now, so he can't be Lobo. And they keep scrapping every Lobo idea they have. They put Lobo in Krypton, which was yeah, I actually kind of liked him in Krypton, but they canceled Krypton, so that's gone. Would you give The Rock long hair or just keep him? No, you give him long hair. You give him a wig. Yeah, yeah, you give him a wig. But uh, honestly, you know what? Who they ca- They they should have cast as Lobo too, not Aquaman. Jason Momoa. My man. Yeah, that's my problem with them. We've <laughs> talked about this. They like he's like, my "Man, riding motorcycles, and all it's Like he's Lobo, mm-hmm. and but they've got him. Now, by the end of the Aquaman movie, he was more Aquaman like. But in Justice League, in the first half of that movie, he's just damn, he's Lobo, but underwater. I'm like, no, and he has the look and everything. He would have been a perfect Lobo, but too late now. So,
3: well, not too late because you know DC movies
1: yeah i mean they could do anything in right because they don't they don't seem to care but i think a logo logo movie would 100 percent sell make it rated r uh, you could literally make it about anything doesn't even have to match any comic book line just make sure his character is true to his personality design that's it put mm. him on an intergalactic motorcycle boom <laughs> just let him go you don't even have to come to earth And doesn't have to fight any other heroes. They could just make him travel and being a bounty hunter in space. And don't tell me it doesn't work. Everyone loves the Mandalorian. Right, That I, that idea and that concept of space Western can work, just make it more comical.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's all you got to yeah. do. That's all you got to do to make it work. The character design is badass. Uh, Blake's looking right at him. I have the, the reactivated series from the very first way, the DC directs. I have the Lobo. I have the Lobo pop, uh, Blake did a low Lobo piece of artwork for me that hangs in my room. I love Lobo. I eventually probably going to get a Lobo tattoo. Uh, I will never, ever, ever go into detail about Pompadour Lobo. He doesn't exist to me. He didn't exist to me then. (laughs) He doesn't exist to me now. Uh, Lobo cop. (laughs) Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that they ditched that idea real quick because he came out because I remember he and he killed the Lobo we know because he said he was he was a fake Zarnian and I think that idea ran maybe six issues and people and uh, they were like, nope, fans hate this. They hated it because Lobo's audience is a niche audience it's not like it's a broad yeah. audience in the comic books uh it people who love lobo love lobo and the people who don't love lobo just don't know him so and when that one came out i think they're like oh this one's hip and cool more people will like it like no those people still didn't read it and your lobo readers hated it mm-hmm. so uh i don't think lobo has a current run right now i think he just kind of randomly appears in other issues and other comics and stuff uh, but right in the state of comics right now, I don't think anybody's taking any huge risk on new comic runs right now. So, so um, but yeah, that was my number one. So real quick, Dustin, run down your top five one more time.
2: My top five was Zatanna, Lobo, Constantine, Kazam, the Spectre.
3: <laughs> All right, Blake. Uh, my number five was Raven, four Beast Boy, three Swamp Ass, two Plastic Man, and one Batman's Wiener.
1: <laughs> all right so my, number, my my number five is kyle rainer green kyle rainer green lantern number four is wally west the flash uh number three is dick Grayson nightwing uh number two is the etrigan the demon and number one is the main man uh lobo so those are our top fives I, we didn't have a whole lot of crossovers so i think that's pretty cool we covered a lot of uh, a lot of different characters so which you know, like i said and the best part about it is nobody mentioned superman no one mentioned aquaman we Wonder knew Woman?
3: nobody was mentioning superman you're the only <laughs> one who mentioned
1: the big three any of the oh, big well three. you know i'm not real no i mean but it's fair though batman is the most popular of the big three mm-hmm. he's probably the honestly the most po- uh, him and spider-man are two most popular comic book characters in the world so um uh, there's easy marketing and have the best rogues galleries it's, mm-hmm. it, it's not it's not a coincidence that the two most popular characters have the best villains so um uh, but uh yeah so that that was a lot of fun so now uh that we've given you our list we are going to get to another segment of our show that we call oh,
0: yeah. it's the weekly recommendations baby
1: all right, this is our week, weekly recommendations. This is the part of the show where we give you uh, something from TV, comic books, books, movies, uh, media that we are currently into this week and are uh, would like to recommend to you. Uh, Dustin, do you got something? You want to throw at the people?
2: Uh, I don't because I'm not prepared for that.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> what do what you what have you been watching this week? Uh, I
2: watched Justice League Dark oh, last y- night.
1: The that's a po- the, the movie or the or apocalypse,
2: the, the apocalypse one, The oh. apocalypse.
1: All right, you can recommend that. Tell everybody where they can watch I'll, it and a little bit about it. Uh yeah,
2: I'll recommend that actually. You can. It's out on Blu-ray. Um, yeah, uh, a little bit about. it. <laughs> is it on the sorry. Is it on the DC app? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. Um, but it's about. It's you said it. You nailed it earlier. It's essentially a John Constantine movie. Uh, They go to Storm Apocalypse, and then something happens. And that's something in two years is when this movie plays out after they go to Storm Apocalypse. Yep. So So it's pretty good. I really enjoyed it.
1: Well, there you go. Blake,
3: what you Uh, got? you know, uh, me and my wife decided that we got to stop watching Trash TV because that's what we were watching. So you kept watching Trash TV? So, yeah, we're watching 90 Day Fiance. and I'm just kidding. Uh, We actually stopped. We're like, what the What the fuck are we doing? Uh, number two, oh, I had to. Oh, uh, so right I'm gonna age. recommend. The, I'm gonna recommend a movie. It's on Hulu. It's called Palm Springs. Oh god, that damn it. All right, go ahead. Is that yours? <laughs> that's mine too. Well,
1: okay. Well, we'll, then double, I'll just... we'll double down on it. We'll just double down on it.
3: We'll double down on it. Uh, well, I mean, okay, I can recommend
1: Invisible Man. We watched that last night. All right. Oh, you oh yeah, yesterday. It? Yeah. yeah. So That oh, was really good. So good, right? Yeah. You, I'll do Invisible Man since I watched it too. I'll let you do Palm Springs. That was your. You got. You had first dibs.
3: Okay. Uh, Palm Springs. Uh, it's basically it's basically groundhog's day yeah but with some more sci-fi sci-fi stuff. and uh yeah it's adam sandberg and or A- Ad- Ad- andy Sandberg. Yeah, it's adam sandler A- A- adam sandlerberg <laughs> andy sandberg and uh the mom the from, mom from how, how met really your brother, mother i yeah. can't think of her name um I remember it, either, but it was really good oh yeah.
1: jk simmons yeah and
3: jk simmons it's it's, hey, Jonah James. it's a really it's a really good
1: watch it's interesting from the beginning to then and it's quick and it's on hulu yes yeah, on hulu so if you have hulu you can watch it is so good blake recommended it to me that's why we watched it and i loved it man if you love just like it's a indie rom-com with a really funny really interesting twist mm-hmm. so um and it's like yeah like you said it's like an hour and 40 minutes it's not a long movie but it's really 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 good uh, but so my recommendation, I guess we'll go with your other one is, uh, the invisible man, uh, which is currently on. Is it on it?
3: We, we rented
1: it. So, okay. Yeah. When I watched it, I, uh, I know it's
3: weird that people still do
1: that, but I watched it through channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> when, uh, when it first came out, it, uh, it was during the quarantine. Uh, that is the universal monsters take that they should have been doing from the beginning. Instead of that awful, awful mummy movie that universal did. Um, from what I understand, because I know Ryan Gosling is at- attached to Wolfman. Wolfman. Um, do you w- know better, Dustin? Because you're big into the Universal monsters, way bigger than I am. Uh, is Blumhouse doing that one as well, or is Universal controlling Wolfman?
2: Uh, I think it's Blumhouse. Uh, it's a good. And U- Universal actually just an- they low key announced a um, another Universal monster movie where it's going to be a Dracula Frankenstein type of another Albert and Costello style of horror comedy. Oh, I'm for it. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll find the link and I'll send it to you uh, after. But, yeah. uh, that's like, it's like a low key. They like, Oh, by the way, we're doing this type uh, of thing.
1: And is Blumhouse doing that one too? Or is, I think Universal's funding these, right? But that's like Blumhouse doing them.
2: I think that one is universal. Okay. I don't think it's Blumhouse. I'm not sure. I'll double check, but I'll let you know.
1: I would love for them to just keep doing these low budget. Let, Bl- let Blumhouse keep doing them until they mess them up. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but But uh, Invisible Man, very low budget. It's a very dark, but modern take on Invisible Man actually is makes it terrifying and less goofy and Elizabeth Moss I am just convinced that Elizabeth Moss can never do anything bad like I'm just convinced that that's just the way she is what, just in real life that's just her character yeah. because in Handmaid's Tale <laughs> yeah. she's just a fantastic actress and she just constantly is working like I, I just every time I turn on something new she has a new movie out like indie films and stuff like that and everything she's in she's great so um, Invisible Man currently you have to either buy it or rent it I imagine soon it'll be on something like HBO or something like that very well soon.
3: you know when we went to go rent it um, we were reminded because right beside it was Hollow Man so I'm like, what? Oh, Kevin Bacon? It was
2: about to, I wasn't <laughs> going to bring up Kevin yeah. Bacon. <laughs> well, you know, I was like, you
3: know, this movie's missing. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's Wayner. <laughs> <So. laughs>
1: Batman's Wayner. <laughs> uh, right on. So, um, okay, yeah. So those are our weekly recommendations. Uh, so now we're going to uh, get to the part of the show we call the end. So uh, <laughs> um, before we do our outro, I'm going to let Dustin. Uh, Dustin. I want to thank you for being on this week, and uh, if you got anything to plug, go ahead and plug it, man.
2: Yeah, I appreciate you guys letting me be on the show. Um, I stream on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, You can search on YouTube. You can search for Sonic Doom, and on Twitch it is Sonic Doom underscore because someone has already taken the name Sonic Doom, so I had to use an underscore.
1: Yeah. So when you look up Sonic Doom, (laughs) f that other guy. You want uh, you want the underscore. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You want the underscores. What you want? You look for the green hood is what you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, our own Blake did the artwork for, correct? Yep. Blake our, our hooked own it up.
3: Blake.
1: Huh? Our, own, our Blake. own Blake. Our own Blake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right on. Uh, so yeah, you guys, you can check him out on Twitch. Uh, what games do you play on there?
2: Uh, I play dead by daylight, which is a horror survival game. Um, I play a game called man eater where you run around as a shark
1: Man-eater. and just eat stuff.
2: <laughs> it's a King shark game. Um, Predator hunting ground, Spider Man, Kingdom Hearts, yeah, Hunt Showdown. How was that Predator Horizon Zero done. Oh, it's cool. It's a four v one. You know, you are playing against the Predator and NPCs. So you have to not only survive the NPCs, but you have someone hunting you down as the Predator as well.
1: So there's is no story mode or anything. It's just all an online game. My, nope, it's my, all online. Okay, Milo was interested, in I'm not gonna didn't, get it. Didn't gonna...
2: they do an Alien
3: versus Predator game like that?
1: Uh, Where you were? No, they they
3: did
2: did an alien game where uh, you are, uh, Ripley, like Ripley's like granddaughter
3: marine,
1: or Corps, something right?
2: where you have. Yeah. Yeah. Where you have to, uh, go and find out why she went missing.
1: Right on. Yeah. Cause Milo's really into the predator lately and he saw that game. And that's like, I didn't do another research into it, but now that I know it's just online, I'm not getting it for him. Cause
2: mm-hmm. yeah, it's just an online, yeah, yeah. it's just an online 4v1, you know,
1: right on. Well, okay. Yeah. okay. All right. So, uh, like I said, we're going to, uh, send you guys out. Uh, Uh, once again thank you for listening to objectively subjective uh i've been one of your hosts paul jansen and you can find me on instagram at my underscore dad underscore life uh you can find my new uh band and project uh the goggles do nothing uh if you look us up on facebook at the goggles do nothing all our information is on there but we're also on Bandcamp. it's the goggles do nothing sc.bandcamp.com we're on spotify apple itunes youtube uh go give us a like listen you can also find our podcast which is what this is and what we're really promoting (laughs) uh uh, our instagram is at objectively subjective podcast which uh blake has been doing a lot of cool work on there uh you can find us looking us up on facebook uh we've given up on our twitter so i'm not even going to plug that uh if you just look up objectively subjective on facebook you'll see our bright orange logo with the two adventure time looking dudes on it which is us um uh, blake and you, as once again i'm joined by uh
3: you just said it uh blake um
1: <laughs> you can find
3: me i just i just now started a new instagram that's called uh kevin bacon's wiener i'm just gonna start posting pictures of that and that's about it <laughs> the same one picture yeah, no, no, he's got a bunch of movies with his wieners in it okay. so it's gonna be uh but yeah, other than that, you can uh, find my music project. Uh, it's a lo-fi metal project me and my buddy's doing. It's called Doria, D-O-R-I-Y-A-H. And if you ever wonder what that means, it's what Ganondorf yells out when he throws his big-ass sword in Smash Brothers. Um, yeah, you can find it on Bandcamp. and uh,
1: It's also on Spotify as well. It's right? also
3: on Spotify, yep. Google, and uh, MTV uh, TRL.
1: Yeah, MTV TRL, yeah. We're both going to be on TRL. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. So th- uh, we normally send you guys out with some music, and this week is Blake's Choice. And uh, what I'm going to send you guys out with
3: is going to be on TRL. Uh, I'll go ahead and give you a spoiler. It's number three. Um, <laughs> praise Dale. Um, and it's the Goggles Do Nothing. Hey,
1: I know those guys. Yeah, I know those guys. And uh, which song? Uh. uh not your initials but but my daughter's your initials. daughter's initials yes ptj ptj okay so uh guys I, I hope you enjoy i thank again to uh dustin for being on this week's episode and we'll catch you guys next week with with we don't know what episode quite yet so enjoy whatever that happened may be <laughs> uh no. so uh thanks again guys and enjoy the song Hello.